Start a brand new hour. Stretch Armstrong will take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Adler's got the YouTube option for you, live and archive. You can get the show on America's boldest radio stations uh, all across the country. Uh, if you don't have an affiliate, you can use our streaming app. Uh, just go to the TuneIn app, download it. It's free. Search the Rick and Bubba show, and you get Rick and Bubba 24-7. Daily archives on the podcast uh, channel are available to you. Uh, and, of course, I told you there's the YouTube option, and, of course, you get that live or archived as well. And also don't forget, uh, if wherever you get podcasts, our original podcast every week called Rick and Bubba University, uh, the latest episode, episode 16, was released this past weekend as Bubba and I had the honor of having a, a very fun and in-depth conversation with Josh McDowell on the state of the American church. So if you haven't listened to that or watched it, uh, it is available now. And speaking of Bubba, there he is. Hey, Bubba. Hey, glad to be here, Rick. Thank all of you for joining us. I, you know, we love our affiliates, and uh, it, and it was funny. You know how there's always just a comedy of errors, and, and, and I know that it means about excitement and all that. But I found it kind of funny that last night I had the honor of speaking to the Mississippi uh, Baptist State Evangelism Conference. Uh, and the fact that, you know, I'm Baptist, I'm speaking to a bunch of Baptists, and mm-hmm. our affiliate in Meridian is called The Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> is that a little funny to y'all? A little bit? I mean, there's some comedy Look, there. Jesus has got a sense of humor. I mean, just, I mean, it's, uh, but, but anyway, thanks to The Buzz and all those there, our, our affiliates, because, uh, man, they had a huge uh, packed-out uh, crowd last night. And uh, just thanks to everybody who, who came out to Northcrest Baptist. They're hosting the conference. It continues today. And, man, there's a great lineup. Um, you know, Kevin Ham's going to be there, who we love, and Johnny Hunt and Michael Cat. It was so funny because they started peppering me yesterday because they knew that I was going to I was going to get first shot, mm-hmm. and so I told them, I said, "You realize this is an evangelism conference. I'm going to use every scripture there is about evangelism." And good luck to y'all on Monday. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, so, so anyway, so they started they started pep- we started peppering everybody back and forth. And my favorite was, and I won't say which one said it, but. Someone asked me if I was going to do the Joel Osteen, uh, Your Best Life Now uh, message, and so they wanted to know if they had to, they had to fix anything today. <laughs> but anyway, and the, uh, and the this is the one that slayed me a little bit too. You know how funny Michael Cat can be anyway. And uh, so uh, from, from Sherwood, you know, they did all the movies yeah, yeah. and all this kind of stuff that, that had been so courageous and facing the giants and uh, fireproof and, and all that. But anyway, so he said, he said I, th- I, th- I think tomorrow, he's talking about today, I think I'll remind them of what Vance Havner said when he was asked for asked by someone to tell them something meek and lowly that Jesus said, and Havner responded, "I'll tell you, you are white washed tombs, and of your and, and all of you belong to your father, the devil." He goes, "That's something nice and lowly and meek from Jesus." But anyway, so uh, so we're having fun with it. But it was um, 
It was a great night. Man, I, I've never seen a church, never seen this before. And, and you know, you, at first you're kind of like, but it was really quite moving. They created a gigantic choir. They took all their choirs, including the children's choir, the youth choir, the adult choir, and put them all together. Hmm. So you literally would see, like, you know, a grandfather up there singing his heart out and a little bitty boy next to him <laughs> just singing as hard as he could. It was. That's I've never good. seen them put them all together mm. into one big choir, and they said they just wanted to represent every generation of the church. Awesome. And it was, man, when you see it like a little boy, and well, there was one he was singing as hard as he possibly could sing, <laughs> letting it rip. I mean, he was letting it rip just so. But it was a, a great night, and thanks to all of you who who came out, and thanks to uh, Northcrest for being such a great host, and also thanks to the Mississippi Baptist Association uh, for uh, for trusting this platform to be part of that. And for all of you that were there just encouraging and praying for, for this show and just all the kind, encouraging things last night, uh, we had a great night of worship. So honored to be there. Move on to uh, Baker, Florida this Saturday, the Bold Conference. This will be just a men's conference. And uh, looking forward to being with all of you at Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church and Fred Luter's coming in and Ed Litton will be there and, uh, and, so it, and, and others. So if you want to get information on that, it's in the upcoming events. And I'll see all you guys coming up on Saturday. Excited about that. Bubba, I, I, I don't like looking at this uh, this headline. Arizona resident, fifth coronavirus case in the U.S. Mm. Here, here come you know. We, we, no, if every so often we're, we're we're we have to be terrified of some kind of virus. Oh, I know. And it's yeah, been going on for for years and years. So now coronavirus is is the dread, and it is here. And it, as we reported last week, it appears uh, that we are all in the line of fire for something that took place at some open food market. Uh, and of course, there's a little bit of. This, was there something else? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, hey, Bubba, just yeah. thinking. Well, when the are, Chinese are we trying to weaponize something here when, and it got away the, from us? When the Chinese have a secret lab in that mm-hmm. same town where they're studying SARS and Ebola and possibly, then you never know. Uh, looking at military applications for those, mm. it has to concern you. And the fact that we had U.S. intelligence and world health officials warning us about the the laboratory in Wuhan prior to this. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a little concerning. So we had somebody um, escorted off a Southwest Airlines, had to remove a sick passenger. Uh, they confirmed to Fox News while the move was made out of an abundance of caution, it was also made in light of recent concerns of the coronavirus because the ill passenger had reportedly recently traveled to Beijing. And, Rick, also – they're they're saying now, you know, we're getting more reports out of China. They're saying that you can be contagious even before you start showing oh, symptoms oh, no. or running a fever. So, you know, they were screening people in this airport in the in the airports coming in looking for people who had a fever. Well, if you don't have a fever and you can still be a mm-hmm. carrier, then we got we got a real problem. Um, also, I don't know if you saw the very scary social media post. Of the Chinese nurse who was in the full, you know, protection garb, saying that it's much, much worse than what they're telling you. Have you did you see that? Well, see, that's those kind of things people do. I just saw that picture of her in like a space helmet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she said it's much worse. You're talking about almost like it was weaponized. Well, it's mm. it's it's out of control right now. So they're saying that it is its close cousin is the deadly SARS. Oh yeah, and I'm not familiar with MERS. Well, do you remember that? And do you remember they scared us on that one? I don't remember being scared of MERS. Is that Ooh. MERS? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. there's been so many. Of them. That's a picture of it right there, Rick. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now, how do we? China's not going to let her tell everybody it's worse than we thought. Is this some kind of. She said it's worse than we thought. Well, I think she was trying to get the word out. Yeah, well, we thought. I mean, okay. I mean I'm just. Yeah, it sounds about like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, it's still, China's it's not going to let somebody say that. Is this some made up video? China's not going to let somebody start screaming it's worse than we thought. They don't let that happen. Well, you, you would, they, they probably would not want it to happen, but you know, you know, some people are trying to get the word out. Mm-hmm. They might tell you what can we thought. Okay. Uh, but okay. Dude, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, but. you want to hear it? You need to hear it. Have you got the audio? Can you, you got mm-hmm. the video clip? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, play that MSNBC line. All right. Adler said he's got yeah. And then Greg Burgess. <laughs> No, don't Greg do that. Burgess. You can't say that, Greg. <laughs> we got to play it. No, you're like, no, no, we no, we're not. <laughs> we can't. Under we're zero, not even talk about there's it. There's under zero circumstance when yeah, we play that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There right. we go. Well, I mean, she said it. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> that coming out of oh, You got to read it. Oh. oh well, yeah, we can't hear <laughs> Subtitles. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to read it anyway. Okay. Read it in yeah. an Asian accent. Yeah, right. But, Somebody, right. please. <laughs> yeah, I want Greg. From around the world, I'm doing a deal with that and we front line the deal. I'm Kenny Rebell and Wuhan Coronavirus is good. I'm telling you the whole truth. Is that Mike Tyson? Yeah, a little bit of Tyson. Yeah. Tyson's Currently, <laughs> anyway. She's saying there's 90,000 people affected. There. Good gracious. Now this could be a hoax. I know, Greg. I just don't know that you can bust out of Beijing, China and scare the world and, and say we're lying to you. But they, don't they, you know. Did they, they let that happen? That people uh, would want to get the word out if it was worse than what they were saying. But can I tell you this? But also, I mean, the guys I ran around with in school, if we could get a virus out with one of us in a helmet screaming it's worse, we would have done that too. I mean, I mean, I hate to tell you that, but we would have. It's not the right thing to do. <coughs> no, it's, it's the wrong thing to do. No, We'd get goodness. like an Asian friend to play the role. Oh, yeah, of course we would. You got a lot of equipment there too. You the one that did all of our homework? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a – I mean, we would have done it in a minute. You think I wouldn't have got Masaki Itagaki to oh, terrify man. the world? Say, <laughs> he'd have done it. Too. I sure <laughs> would have. So we'll be back. Sixteen minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thanks for being with us, and we'll get to more of your phone calls coming up. The uh, You know, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, uh, we'll, we'll continue to update. You know, the, the, the coronavirus, we've been here before. Yes, it's dangerous. Yes, it should be taken serious. But we were just naming the kitchen. Am I, am I more afraid of this than... Was it was it hog virus or whatever that thing was? Swine, swine flu, flu swine bird hog. flu, yeah. SARS, MERS, avian flu. Yeah, avian's gonna get us. Head down. And, and what I've noticed is that these things always escalate to the point that you almost give up because it's you're, you ever watch like a, a, a some kind of movie where the opponent that everybody wants to stop is so unstoppable. Like, like when Terminator got to the point that these things now they could you know they could turn back into something yeah. you couldn't yeah. you couldn't beat them yeah. and you finally just give up and go it's it's impossible yeah so so they always try to create it as if this virus will wipe us all out and there's nothing we can anytime you come up with something they say when I do this it'll be okay somebody say uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. um and the mask don't matter the mask don't help you yeah you know, all this kind of, then but I feel I, better with a mask can I tell you what, not this is this one. is a, a helmet it does make you feel better this is a weird trait of mine. 
you can really give me a strange piece if you make it so overwhelming that I just go, well, I guess there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Y'all and know and, where and I then know. I just move on with my life. Yeah. You know, what I don't like is I, somebody says, well, now if you'll do this, do this, and do this, you probably won't get it. Well, mm-hmm. now there's pressure on me to do those things correctly. But, but if all of a sudden you just say, Burgess, you're, you're, you are a marked man, and it is just going to be a spin of the wonderful will of virus, yeah. I just go, well, okay. Yeah. Do y'all, uh, do y'all know anywhere you can get a hazmat uh, outfit, triple X? Please. <laughs> triple X. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and take it, take it down there and get them to cut it, to hem the pants. Like hey, them hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I don't Greg, think Greg. you can hem those pants. I don't think you can. That's a big job. We're just going to have to let them drag. Hey, guys, is, uh, is the Michelin man oh, going to use his? <laughs> is that you got, you got two of those? The uh, all oh, right. So Greg, man. you were telling me in the break, and I thought about it. Oh boy, Rick. I looked up on you when they were doing the the terrible news. About, I knew better about Kobe Bryant, and I noticed they go to reporter, and the reporters on the red carpet, and and I didn't oh, know, I didn't even know, the, I didn't even know the Grammys were on. And all of a sudden, I start I start seeing there. Well, they're coming on the red carpet for the Grammys, and I thought, oh my goodness, the Grammys. What, what, you remember the standard when we were growing up, music. I mean, if you won a Grammy, oh, oh yeah, it was huge. I mean, you realize how elite you had to be, right? Oh yeah. I mean, in my mind, right? Oh yeah. And I can remember in the past, you know. And again, don't get me wrong here. I don't want to get too far, but I started out. I flipped it on. There was this this character called uh, Tyler the, the Creator. I want you to pull that up and get you a look at that when you get a chance. I can't even explain it. <laughs> Tyler the Creator. And he ended up winning a Grammy, by the way. No, he did. And he put on this this bizarre. I got a bunch of wigs on, and all my dancers have wigs on, and we're doing just screaming. And anyway, started out with that. That's the first one I saw. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, and then this this little nasty X or whatever his name is, <laughs> little nasty X, and Billy Ray. And look, and I get here's the thing. <laughs> he he did his little song, and it was catchy, and everybody loved it, and that's fine. You know, hey. Did it himself, you know. Nowadays, you don't need the. Is that the country rail guy? Yeah. Little oh, nice oh what's it called? Old road something. Did yeah. you just call him Nasty <laughs> X? Na- little Nasty X or something. Nas like X. Anyway, little Nas X. But and that's cute and all. But Grammy, <laughs> yeah, performed. Cute. Hey, no. performed it at the Grammy. At the Grammy in his little glittery cowboy suit, and there he had boy. He had a. For some reason, we act like we care about this Korean boy band that keeps popping up. Right. Yeah. That's you talking about, you talking about little K-pop? But yeah, that's that's <laughs> terrible. And then um, little nasty, he's he's uh, Billy Ray's in it, and, I, and I'm, I'm hey whatever. Everybody loved it, and you did, but the Grammys. I know, Greg. Rick. We're on the Grammys. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, now you, you remember back like in the seventies, the Doobie Brothers would be up there, but everybody could play their instruments so well, and everything's awesome on the Grammys. Oh yeah. Little nasty, it, it was unbelievable. I don't think nasty. his name's little nasty. Little nasty, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what you're yeah. okay? Little nasty. So what? He, so he goes into his bedroom. And creates a song on yeah, his computer, which is awesome. And now he's got a Grammy. But you're gonna get a Grammy and perform on the Grammys? But you talking now, about the Gra- upper echelon of music? Isn't, <laughs> that isn't it? Have been, isn't it now the most sold song of all oh, time? Oh yeah, oh yeah, or something like that. The Grammy? Yes. But then I'm gonna get to this, Rick, and here it is. Oh boy. <laughs> First of all, I appreciate you to try to play live because nowadays I'm not sure Nasty X was live. Did you see it? Okay. Did you see him try to play the trumpet? Yeah, for a and, I, and then he put it down. It was still playing. Yes. Yeah. He was <laughs> supposed to go two times around on the trumpet, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing his fake trumpet thing." And then he tries to put hand it to his background dancer, but he tries to hand it to his background dancer around early, and the trumpet's still going. And they were trying to fake you off so bad they even had a microphone on the trumpet. No, they did not. That's why I can't watch it. And I think he was anyway. So we've heard all week. About 
Hey, the standard is so high for Aerosmith when they're performing live. Oh, We're no. not even going to let our drummer, oh, no. founding member, been in the band 50 years, but sorry, buddy, you've had some injuries. Right. Now, we're going to play a couple songs, but I'm sorry, you're not up to snuff. Yeah, you can't be in the band. You so be I there. Thought, so I thought, man, man they've, they, been, they've been working on it. Well, and, and I appreciate them playing live. Adler, you saw many were discussing. Don't say it, Greg. Don't Rick, say it. Rick, Joe Perry's licks were all he he he. Maybe he couldn't hear it, and sometimes the TV mix messes with you. I'll give you that. But it, Rick, they wouldn't let their original drummer play because of the standard of music, and it was terrible. Don't you know he's it laughing? Was, it was. It was absolutely. Was first of all, Joe Perry. I don't know. I, I knew they were getting old. So are but you I saying, haven't seen them in a while. Are you saying Joe Perry should have tried out with and, the drummer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my point. I mean, I'll say this: the drummer must be really bad. He must be horrible. <laughs> I'll say that. But I, I'm an Aerosmith fan. Sad. I love the old good American rock and roll Sad. band. And I'm not one of these people that every band has to play perfect. You right. know, you like to have a little stank on it, like yeah. the Stones. And, mm-hmm. and, and right. I get all that. But at least be acceptable. Right. You know. This didn't even reach that level. No. And then when Run DMC came out, and they started out with Living on the Edge, which I don't know why they picked that. And, and mm-hmm. Stephen Tyler didn't sound good on that. Now, his scream on Walk This Way was good. Mm-hmm. But when Run DMC came out, you could tell they dropped the tracks in. But when they first went to the opening riff of Walk This Way, it was Joe Perry playing it, and I'm not sure what he was playing. Greg, you got to be kidding me. How many times do you think he's played that? And, and he, then, can't, he can't play it. But they were playing tracks once. Then it sounded The drummer's better. laughing somewhere. It sounded better. But my point was all we've heard all week about this standard. I mean, we can't, we can't let the fans down. Let our guy who's been with us for 50 years right. struggle through a song. And then they get up there. And I don't. And again, it, it was not very good. It wasn't. Did you enjoy Nasty X or them? Well, I like Nasty better than Nasty X because right, right. that just ain't my thing. Right. But and what was the other guy, the creator? Uh, Rick, you need to find this guy. <laughs> and he's on Ty- the, and he won, What I say his name was? Tyler, Tyler the creator. creator. Wait, and he won a Grammy? Sure he did. But Rick, Nasty I, X won a Grammy? I Nasty think. X. I quit. But Rick, there he is. Look, they all had wigs like this on. Yeah. I'm not sure. Did Nasty X win one? Adler? <laughs> Nasty I quit watching. X. Think so. Please keep saying now, that. Now, now, so. let me give some props. Usher came out and did a tribute to Prince. Oh, it was awesome. Love Usher. Although, I got to say, Prince did all that Usher did, and Prince was the one playing the guitar solos. Well, so nobody said he was it, Prince. Well, yeah. but I, as a tribute, it sounded good. And not as, not as good as Tyler, the creator. No, thing. nothing Did you see that. what he was creating? <laughs> he created. <laughs> Boy, was he creating up there. Have you ever seen anything like that? What in the world? Yo, I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo, and I don't even get it. Too weird for you. I don't even get this. Man, when it's too weird for your music world, then we got to <laughs> That's saying there. something. All right, I've got a theory on that. We'll come back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. The real Greg Burgess breaks down the Grammys. He and Adler. Uh, you, know, you, you have um, a nice mix there. So, Greg, uh, you said that uh, also, and, and not only you would, would, would go here, but um, you think that, uh, is it Demi, Demi Lovato? Yeah. You, you, you and Adler, well, I noticed, uncomfortably discussed that she did a good job on her performance. She did a good job. But you think that she may have faked some emotion because she's had a rough year. She came out and started singing, then had to stop and gather herself and start over. And you think that might not have been I, There's a possibility it could have been a little drama. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did it feel, Adler pointed it out. Did it, I, did it feel that way to both of you? Adler, what do you think? <laughs> Adler, did it feel that way to you? Who are y'all, who are y'all to judge, oh, by the way? Boy. She's had a rough year, so there's that. And she did sing good. She sang. See, that pr- almost proves our point, Greg. She's, the, the, the piano guy starts it, ding, 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 ding. And then she's like, and the thing is. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, and she stops. Okay. She waves the guy off. Yeah. She waves the the pianist off, like, and the, and he's like, okay. And then he she, and then gather she's like, yourself. And they yeah, gather yourself. Everybody claps for her. Everybody claps for her. And then they restart the song again. True. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't think that would happen. And then and then she <laughs> does the whole song perfectly, amazingly. And then the emotion comes back at the end. Like, so you're hey, saying oh, oh, I made it through and I'm breaking up again at the very end of the song. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Ever, uh, you're a little rough on these wow. songs. I, well, thought no, was, he, I thought it was orchestrated ahead of time. You know, I didn't until you pointed it out. I kind of had to agree you know, Greg, with, yeah, Like we yeah, all said yeah. over the weekend, we couldn't enjoy any reports we were getting no, because yeah. Greg would say they were no, fine. Yeah, Adler, yeah, it, or, I'm sorry. Do you do you see the Grammys every year? Is that appointment TV for you because you are a musician? I do watch. I do watch the Grammys. Yes, and I, I remember you always being highly critical. I think of a lot of the people. Well, I want to ask you I'm this: I'm a critical person. What do you think of this <laughs> Billie Eilish person? Yeah, Greg, oh, Greg, oh, Greg said he thinks whoever. On. I don't even know who this is. It's, you, it's, you, it's a female. She's young, and it's, her brother writes her songs. Yeah, huh? and he plays with her. And but the thing is, it's almost now that you have to like her, or you're not as Right. You're advanced not advanced as everybody else. You're not yeah. as hip to the groove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you don't like Billie Eilish, then there's something wrong She's with She's a bad guy, Greg. Watch out. She's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what are you saying? That she whispers or she whispers when she sings? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's that, it's that super annoying, circusy sounding song. We can't play it on YouTube. Otherwise, you know, we'll get banned from YouTube. But it's like, like an accordion may be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that carnival organ. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It sounds like a circus song or something like that. I'm like, why is this even a popular she song? She was whispering last night. And then she comes was. in, she's like, she does what y'all does. and you're like, what? Yeah. Speak <laughs> up, kiddo. <Yeah>. Do you think <laughs> there's what she get like four Grammys first she, time? A lot, out? yes. What? Greg, say it again. This is the Grammys. Year. I love when Greg says this is the Grammys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, guys, this is the upper echelon, <laughs> it, you would think, but now the music industry. But let's go back to you win a Grammy, come on. i watch it. I don't know any of these artists you guys are talking about other than Aerosmith. <laughs> uh, and but I want to say this. So, do you think? And Bubba, you know this is true. And Adler, I know you're kind of like a you know our liaison to this world. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, and, and Greg and I have always had a, a you know, just enjoyed music or whatever. But we know that there's a certain group of people, especially way out there on the far left of the entertainment business, they don't want to y'all's point. They don't want to ever have a have a moment where they think they're not hip to the latest hipness. You know, I don't want to look like I don't know. And yeah. do you think some of these young artists, like I would say, especially this creator guy you're talking about, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like, do you think they take that and use that to their advantage like the emperor has no clothes on? <laughs> do you think they say, look, I know I'm just being weird and stupid, but y'all are so afraid yeah. to think that you're not artistic enough to appreciate me, that you you act like you appreciate me, kind of like Yoko Ono? As I was fixing to say, Rick, mm-hmm. I compare yeah. his, Tyler, the creator, to her screaming. Right? Yes. That's close compared to You're all over that. Because I think Yoko Ono is weird enough, but yet a little crafty enough to say, I'm John Lennon's wife, and y'all will never tell me I'm no good. So, so I, I can scream. do I can do anything because you don't want to act like you don't understand how artistic I really am. Yeah, Unless even, you think she broke the Beatles up, and you're not going to like right. anything she did. But you know what I mean? When she walks into that that place, that time, that thing we have here, whoa, oh, whoa, I, know, Rick, whoa. I, I can't believe it starts all the screaming. I can't believe any this human is a lot allowed like this that. to happen. And, mm-hmm. and what I'm saying though is, there's people that look. It's okay, hey, artsy people. Listen up. It's okay for us all <laughs> to agree that something's bad. Okay. Yeah, not everything's good. Some of us may have different appreciations for t- styles of music, but I think all of us are able to look into the music world and say that's talent, that's not, no matter what your preferences are. And some are more than others. <laughs> yeah, but, but but what's happening now is that we're if if you're just weird, 
And everybody goes, oh, man, that's awesome. And, and if somebody says it, like an Andy Warhol kind of person of our, of our age, then everybody has to go, oh, well, that, well, well, they think it's sharp, so I better think it's sharp, too, or I'm not, I'm not – I must, I, must, I must not be deep enough to get this garbage yeah. and, and know mm-hmm. that it's really good. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. all, the whole world, the whole world can agree this isn't good. That's right. Who yeah. says it's good? Yeah. Who? I mean, we can all agree with that. That doesn't make us less artsy or – it's just not good. But because yeah, but they were all standing there clapping. But because yeah. she was married to John Lennon, we go, oh, Yoko. I love the clothing the emperor has on. Isn't it beautiful? And then finally somebody say, you know he's naked, right? I mean, it's uh, when you're performing something that you could walk out the door and go to anyone, go come here for a second. Can you do this? And they go, yeah, I can do it. Ah, you know, right. you're not doing something. No, that's, I mean, that's you've got to at least have a certain level of talent that you can't just get Johnny Scratch off off the street and him coming in and do it. For, in- you know? for instance, I, I don't really enjoy as far as, hey, man, that's entertaining me to hear an opera singer. No, but I know enough. I know enough about the ability to sing to know that person can sing really well, mm-hmm. and that person is incredibly talented. It's just not my thing. And most people can't do it. But I think we also can go back to the other end and declare there are some things that aren't just showing talent. They just they, this person's not talented. It's just a bunch of weirdo stuff. And and, and let's just call this person a weirdo. And can you, I say this? Do, do, do you have a Grammy for this person? Mm-hmm. And just take it and throw it. Don't give yeah. this guy a person but, a Grammy. But Oko, that's 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 the extreme. That has to it be is. the example. I hear of this. Right. Nobody thinks that's correct. Yeah, right. That we can. There, the whole there's, world. there's dying seals. Don't think that's the right. whole. <laughs> the whole world can agree that Yoko that's Ono horrible. cannot sing. The whole world. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say, last night at the Grammys, that was a foul when Camila Cabello or whatever her name is. Start singing to her dad, who's sitting in the front yeah, row. Was, uh, that was, that in was, the front row, she's singing to her dad. Come yeah, on, uh, how do you watch about it? Your fathers and daughters. What? Yeah, it was kind of touching. Greg told me he cried in the kitchen. I wasn't supposed to say that, but he yeah, told me. I, that. Did he get you? <laughs> I wasn't blubbering. She was thanking her dad. Little right? Misty. And, and Little it, Misty. And it, and she kinda, could sing. it was kind of a nice thing. And she I sang thought. really well. Well, why she not have, well, see, that would be a great moment then. Yeah, I that, to, it had a few, just not enough. I, right? had to, I had to pretend I was choking on my food. Aaron mm-hmm. was sitting next to me. I had to pretend I was choking on my food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a pepper. Got a peppercorn in my throat. <laughs> just a peppercorn. <laughs> Did you ever go, you got your Super Bowl coming up with Sunday, you know? Yeah. Is there any UFC stuff on? Come on. Let's turn this off. <laughs> so, I hate this, but leave it on. So this ousted CEO that came out last week and basically said everything is rigged. You yeah. know, now she's involved in some kind of lawsuit. They hired a new CEO. And she started of, exposing them, and they they suspended her. She says the nomination review committee, uh, basically that oversees the categories and everything else. They they show favoritism to certain artists and record labels. Of course, and and um, there's politics and have that, that yeah. they have business deals you know, there's with politics and, and, and everything. This. Everything. Life is yeah. politics. Yeah. So you just have to learn to deal with it. Yeah. But yo, oh, you mean talking about saying, hey, you guys, you know, this record, you know, you can say, if here. we could say Grammy Award winning, mm. help this thing move a little bit, you have an interest in this, you've got some influence over here. Mm. Atlantic Records hey. throws a lot of good parties for you guys right <laughs> here. Hey, you know what they're looking for, don't you? The great win win. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. and, and then we're out here going, Grammy? Seriously? But you know what? I wish you'd say same thing with a movie here. A movie. Yeah, it, it, in some cases, it's not it's not honoring someone who has done something great, but it's promoting someone so they Correct. will be great. Same thing with the Oscars. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, what's that movie? I've never heard of it. Is it any good? It's been nominated for five Oscars. I guess I need to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I, I appreciate the two of you doing this for the show, mm-hmm. but i got to get this right. So if you don't like something, you don't turn the channel? No, I have to watch it. I watch you it. have to watch Keep it. Watching. In fact, I'm yes. hoping okay. for that. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, look, this this misstep y'all showed me before the show. Okay. Oh, wow. Especially, oh. especially if they can be a little a little level of this is a very sensitive moment and then somebody do something really, really bad by mistake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's bad. It's bad. It makes it better. I mean, it makes it uncomfortably, you know what I mean, like it's – yeah. It's like a. I mean, I was pulling for Aerosmith. I, just, I was. Think. That was the thing. I'm like, oh, well, at least that'll be good. Because As they're telling us everything that's going to happen, I'm like, well, I guess also I'm old right now. This is the only thing I'm going to enjoy tonight. And then it was bad. You're becoming the, just like us. I As know. far as rock music, there is no representation. I know. How much, Greg? None. Just oh. just carnival organs and people whispering. None. And people whispering and and. People dancing, uh, and also you got to be careful. Uh, sometimes those dancers are not all females. Some of those people might not be a female. Yeah, just so you know, in yeah. that dancing group. So you look close. You got it. Well, don't look. Cl- oh yeah, my goodness! Well, just right. don't even look. Is, is don't that, even look. Look at Joe. Perry. Is that Joe Perry? Yeah, guys, oh, he nice. looks like Freddie. From the Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. He does. He looks like Freddy Krueger. He looks like Freddy Krueger. It may be time to shut the One hundred percent, he looks like it. But don't, aren't they? Didn't y'all say they had to stay in Las Vegas or something? They're gonna. Oh, a they, 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 they had a residency. I don't know if it's still going on in Las Vegas. Yeah. And they tour just like they always have. But I think maybe it's time. I saw them live and I really enjoyed it. But it was in nineteen ninety two. I think. That they were really ago. good. Yeah. We'll come back. They're going to look like the that Rolling looked, Stones if they keep this up. That looked like a Halloween costume. It, it did. It's pretty good. Don't yeah. say that. It does. Although he was not good in the Grammy. He's, uh, how many times has he played that riff and he screwed it up in the Grammy? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Your phone calls coming in. Stretch Armstrong or Adler will take your phone calls right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can comment on anything that you've already heard or seen on the program. And if you have a question, a comment, you can certainly bring that to the table right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Or Stretch or Adler will get you set up and get you ready to go. A long-distance directory assistance. Ten lines are available, so if you dial now, you will get in. And then we'll start rolling through them quickly so you won't be in line very long. While you're lining up, I do want to point you to captera.com slash Bubba. Brand new partner to the Rick and Bubba show. And, you know, I love we love being problem solvers. You know, you say, I'll tell you one thing about that Rick and Bubba, the problem solvers. And uh, if you are overwhelmed with all the, the, the software that's out there and the specific software that you need for your specific company and, and it's something that's going to actually pull off what you need it to do, uh, you can save yourself a lot of trouble by going to captera.com slash Bubba because they're going to organize it for you in a way that will make your selection process so much simpler. It's a free online resource. You find the best software for pretty much any business. It's simple and easy and efficient. I love efficiency. Uh, they offer over 700 different categories of software available right now to help your business all in one place. You can even do side-by-side comparisons to get what's best for you, your business. You know, Say if you're, you know, you're, you're in HR or you're in marketing, you need two different types of software, and you go out searching. Well, if you go to captera.com, slash Bubba, all the software is there in one place, and it allows you to find exactly what you're looking for, and it will improve your business, and you'll have an idea of how the software works and if this is what you want before you actually buy it. So uh, it's a free service, uh, captera.com slash Bubba, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. We start with Johnny and Mobile. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Johnny, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Morning, guys. Uh, talk about politics and the Grammys. There's one head scratcher from a while back. I was trying to remember. 
it was Metallica's album. They had Inner Sandman, and they had it was their biggest their biggest album ever. It was number one on everything and on MTV and etc. And uh, Dave Grohl was telling a story about him, and he's sitting next to Metallica, and Metallica, one of us is going to win a Grammy, and somehow Jethro Tull won the Grammy. Nobody, and I remember Tull that. Played in 30 years. I remember that. was the that. first year they yeah. had a metal category. And it was embarrassing. that Jethro Tull is not even a metal band. They didn't even know. And they won. <laughs> they, they gave Jethro mm-hmm. Tull you remember that a metal <laughs> Grammy. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, we continue. <laughs> Jan is in Atlanta. Jan, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Did you guys see the corpse formerly known as Tanya Tucker last night? Oh, y'all. I didn't see it. What? Tanya's no. had a little work, but it's it, boy, it didn't do a lot of good. Did you it, just call her the no, corpse formerly known as Tanya That's Tanya a little much. <laughs> <laughs> right. My goodness. Yeah. No, look, nothing like the uh, Glenn Campbell days, guys. I mean, really. Yeah, and I think she won something. But What? But, but you, well, we, about, we, you know when I've tried so much plastic surgery that I don't even resemble a human anymore? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. She got that look. Oh, no, boy. Good I look night. like a character off Puffin stuff. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Well, now we wasn't she her? on something else? Uh, oh, that's actually some a other, better shot of Some other award show that was on just a week or two ago. Where they wasn't it the country? Where I they probably. had the women of country Maybe. out there in the big yeah, opening yeah, number. Wasn't right, she on that time? Right, right. yeah. I didn't know it was her. Hmm. Shepherd, Vestavia Hills, Alabama, listening to ZZK. Shepherd, go ahead. <laughs> hey guys, would kill him to play a little fog hat or something? But yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, um. I haven't heard Greg or Adler mention, and maybe I missed it, the Ariana Grande like bedroom scene with the dude in there. That, that uh, whole I quit they, watching. I, I got a text, and I guess oh Greg, my God. Greg didn't see it, and yeah. the guy said, uh, has anybody mentioned that the Grammys also gave us soft porn? Mm. Uh, they, it did. I mean, the network's standards and practices is obviously not a thing anymore. When you yeah. give me, I didn't get that far in because you give me any act where I got nine thousand dancers, nine thousand uh, prop changes, and I, I lose his mind. I can't watch it. So, so you didn't see that? No, I mean I got up and like fixed me a snack or something because once I saw it happening and we got all we got nine million costume changes and when everybody's around me and we're all fluttering everywhere. Come on, we uh, continue. I'm sorry because sometimes this thing. happens with our software. Uh, I can't see the name that is on line two, but you're talking about Kobe Bryant, and if you hear my voice, go ahead. Hey, it's Carpenter calling from Huntsville, Alabama. Hey, buddy. Yeah, man. Hey, I think there was a wreck this morning hmm. that said, uh, I think your last comment was <clears throat> that you hoped Kobe Bryant knew the Lord, right? Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Well, first thing, guys, compliments to you for always, always taking a stance for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, at the end of it and, all, uh, nothing's really going to matter at the end of it all. You know, if that part of your life's right. not in line, the rest of it really doesn't matter. You are so right, because, you know, yesterday morning when Kobe and his daughter, those other passengers, got on board that aircraft, they had no idea they were going to see their maker. Yeah, they didn't know. And no. and Greg made this point years ago, and, Greg, I use it a lot because you're 100% right, and it was back on 9-11. You know, sometimes we obsess, and there's nothing wrong with trying to be educated and knowledgeable, and, you know, we get obsessed over end times and, you know, when will Jesus return and what does the Bible let us know? I know none of us know the day or the time, but look at this. And what do you think about that? And what do you think about this? And could this be it? You think we're in the last days? And, and you made that point that day. Everybody who went to work on 9-11 that day, they were going to meet Jesus that day. It really didn't matter when the temple was going to be rebuilt. No, it, no. it didn't matter, you know, if there was a one-world government and a one-world currency. It didn't matter what was going on with the European Union. Yeah. How about those people were about to stand in front of their creator with reconciliation through Jesus Christ or without it on that particular day. 
None of this other stuff really mattered. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and we're told that we, you know, Jesus, we were, it's funny, we were talking about this this past weekend um, when I was hanging out. Jesus even said to us, don't say anything about the future unless you put in front of it, Lord willing. Because yep. your next breath is allowed by God. So when you say, hey, tomorrow I'm going down to so-and-so, you say, well, Lord willing, tomorrow I'm going down to so-and-so because the Lord may allow you to do that or he may not. And um, and so you know, he's trying to give us that deal of, look, quit worrying about figuring out when I'm going to return and worry about what you're doing with the moment that you've been given now and, yeah. and are you making it count for the kingdom and are you in the right relationship with, with a holy God through the reconciliation that Christ provided, yes or no? And, and until that question's answered in your life, I mean, now we're back to Aerosmith, living on the edge. You know, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> I think that's what he said. All right, we continue. Uh, Brittany in Tennessee. Brittany, welcome to the program. Yes. 30, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, okay. So about Tyler, the creator. I've known who he was for a little while. Um, he plays on a show. Well, they do a show called Loiter Squad. I don't know if y'all will set that up. If not, look it up. It'll go into a little depth of just how crazy he is. I've tried to make myself like him even more, and I can't. So I don't know how he won a Grammy. Now, what, what show did you make yourself like? What, what show did you say? I mean, I'm not talking about as a person. I'm just talking about his music. Right, right. No, I know. Loiter Squad. It's L-O-I-T-E-R Squad. And it comes on. It used to come on Adult Swim. I've never, never heard of What is Adult Swim? We don't want to know. <laughs> I don't sound good. Be careful when people misuse the word adult. It's, uh, uh, it's cartoons for adults on Cartoon Network at night. Oh, okay. Well, there I'm out because I'm grown and I don't think you have cartoons. Right. Amen to that. Yeah. All right, Jeremy in Ohio. This sounds like this is right up Greg's I loved out. cartoons when I was a kid before I had to get a job. <laughs> Jeremy, go ahead. You're right. Hey, good morning. Um, have you guys talked about Joe Jonas with the salad in his teeth last night during their performance of the I'm, Jonas Brothers. Uh, I missed the Jonas's. I didn't Greg, see this it. is the kind of stuff that you always Come notice. On, then one of them have, counting on you, Greg. Come on. Did one of them have salad in his teeth? He's sleepy. It, I had to go it's to bed. all over Twitter. I, I got okay, to Jonas that. Brothers. All right, guys. Salad in his teeth while I'm on the ground. Look, there it is. Oh, wow. Well, that's Nick. Yeah. Ooh, I know him. Oh, believe me, I do. I know. My this daughter. daughter. When we were, she was growing up. Oh, well, that's sadder. He's got a heck of a cavity. <laughs> that ain't as bad as that girl on MSNBC, though. Greg, would you quit <laughs> referring to that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, guys, let me tell all of you. You can have clean teeth. It's not going to hurt the globe. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, thank you for being with us. So, um, as we start the hour, the gang's all here today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler's got the YouTube option. Stretch Armstrong got your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we've covered uh, some of the big stories from the weekend, the sad um, death of uh, Kobe Bryant and one of his daughters. We've talked about that. we talked about the Grammys. Uh, we talked about uh, Super Bowl week just coming up. Um, uh, so we, we've talked about a few stories uh, from the weekend. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us here at the Rick and Bubba Experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, so did you see, Bub, that Bernie Sanders has emerged as top Democrat? Now, this is in the New Hampshire survey. 
Uh, and he, he, how about Bernie is on a, a polling surge, uh, and uh, said that he's uh, surged ahead of Joe Biden. Uh, so uh, I kind of thought Bernie may, may not. Why are you surprised by that? (laughs) Clearly I am the better candidate. (laughs) If you review my policies, I can get rid of Trump and I can put everything back in the hands of the people. (laughs) Thank you. Isn't it funny that a socialist says he wants to put the power back in the hands of the people? Yeah, it's crazy. Socialism does the opposite. It takes power away from the hands. I, of the I have never seen, aside from policies, <laughs> Bernie just looks like an old grumpy man, and I'm I'm shocked that people support him in the numbers that they do, and a lot of young people, which is really surprising. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a picture a minute ago, and for a minute I said, "Man, Tanya Tucker has let herself go." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, "Oh, that's Bernie Sanders." That's Bernie oh, Sanders. Sorry, 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 sorry about that. Uh, so, but but I mean, so you know, the Democrats, it's it's kind of hard. To, it's like they have the flavor of the month. It's like Joe Biden's way out ahead. Nobody can touch him. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. then Elizabeth Warren surges. You know, you think, well, and then she kind of then now Bernie's at being. Well, that's the thing. When you have a presidential election that has run this long, mm-hmm. and they have that many debates, and they can say that many things about each other for so long, that if you notice, it usually goes like that. It's kind of like a mm-hmm. fruit basket turnover. Right. Somebody yeah. floats to the top, and then they're gone yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Float to the top, gone again. So how many of them are gone? That's then? why Hillary is not participating in this and ready to pounce at no. the convention. Bubba, right. I'm not. She's say- gonna try to make history, y'all, and get this at the convention. I'm telling you. I'm trying. Look, mm. I'm not saying that I, you know, we, we're saying that's absolutely going to happen, but. I keep looking, and and it's the only thing that I hate to say that makes sense. Look, I now, think, it's, I say, a, I think I, it's a twofold effort. I think she's going to jump the convention and try to win it on the floor without going through all of this minutia of the of the campaign and the and all of that. And then you've got the bunch trying to take Trump out, so she can run against Mike Pence, and she thinks she absolutely can win that one. No, I I, I think you're right, and I don't know that it's going to work that way, but but I think that's got to be the strategy because. Even though Hillary got beat, and you would think, well, why would you want a candidate that lost to the same person? Well, they're trying to, as you just said, work a two-front war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we want to bring back a candidate, or Hillary wants us to bring her back. Because, you know, Hillary is just thinking to herself, if I don't become the first female president of this country, I'm going to implode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and, and you can see it kind of, you know, remember she disappeared, you know, and we thought it was going to pull an Al Gore, and to a degree it has. But um, you know when he almost got it, something about almost getting there is Rick. Yeah. There was look, and and it, while it was a total shock to everybody, and we I remember us talking about it on the show that day had an eight point lead. If Donald Trump wins tonight, it's going to be a massive upset. But do you remember the stories that oh, yeah. came out like two days prior to that that they had canceled the fireworks show mm-hmm. that she was going to have? Mm-hmm. They knew they were in trouble. Well, and really, if you look at it, it, it wasn't really that close. Uh, as far as the college, if you look at the the electoral college, it really wasn't that close. Donald Trump beat her pretty, pretty good. Uh, but so if if you, I know the popular vote, you know, is different. And, and you, I, you know, and there's a big push too. I, I was reading about that this weekend. We've got all these states that are trying to, you know, to to get rid of the electoral college. You have to change the constitution. That's right. a long process. It requires three quarters uh, of the state. No, no, It'd be good. very difficult to do. And but a lot of states are trying to go around that now, and they're pushing for their uh, their electors to be tied to the national popular yeah. vote, which is circumventing the mm-hmm. Constitution. And and that you know, 
I, I like the states having the rights to do what they want to do, but they're also they're undercutting what the uh, what the the you know the Constitution says. So I, I don't necessarily agree with that either. The founders yeah. did not want a popular vote because they knew a popular vote could easily be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you take it? Can be swayed, and and it well, would be well. The, there's there's two or it's three cities. Cheat. What's the word? I'm looking? Manipulated. There, there's just yep. a couple of cities and a couple of states would pick every yeah. single one of them. California, so they didn't want that. They want the populace to be represented. So they are. They have a heavier weight in it. That's why New York and California and Florida and Texas and Ohio, everybody's always you know really gunning for those states. But without them, New York. And L.A. and Chicago would choose every president. Yep. No. Every president. It wouldn't even be close. There'd right. be no need to vote. And they didn't want that either. No. As a matter of fact, a lot of the states would not join the union until that was in the contract. So to me, when you change that, you also change the terms of the United States of America. And you remember even Rick Perry was talking about when he was at Texas. He said, we're in it under the contract of the Constitution. If they do away with the Second Amendment, we're no longer obligated to be in the United States. We'll be our own country again, which they were before they joined. Yeah. Uh, Zach's in Gadsden, Z93. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Biggins, uh, Monkey Grass, Green Acres. Appreciate that very much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to mention – you guys were talking on Friday about AOC making her comments, and there was that one guy making the little grunting noises. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a uh, – if you look up a clip on YouTube, there's a, a, a Family Guy episode called Gumble to Gumble, and there's a little clip <laughs> where he's talking to Brian Gumble, and he's doing the – and it's hilarious. You guys got to check it out. Don't worry, there's, there's no vulgar or anything like that. I know it is Family Guy, but uh, it is hilarious. It sounded just like him. I, I thought of it immediately as soon as I heard it. Yeah, it was interesting. I saw somebody sent me this from this past weekend because, you know, everything now, everything about our culture, you know, is, is has, has to be revised. Our history has to be revised. Uh, we don't want to be divisive. We don't want to say anything that might be remotely offensive to anyone. And someone made the point, and it might have just been an oversight, but I don't want to make too much of it. But it is interesting that um, when when AOC got the news of Kobe Bryant's death, you normally hear people say the family and their loved ones are in our thoughts and prayers. It says it was interesting that she, all she said was sending all my thoughts to their families and loved ones in this devastating moment. That now it's like bad form to put prayers in there yeah yeah well they've tried to make it they've tried to make it a bad thing but i i'm still gonna say they've tried to you know they're trying to to do away everything that is traditional with american values and that's one of them but think about that so you you're afraid you're just gonna send your thoughts for me can i have more in your thoughts which i don't think she's afraid she's one of them that doesn't think you ought to say no no, you're right right. but but i mean there was a time where no matter what dem- what party was represented, no one was afraid to be appropriate mm-hmm. and just say, even if you don't even believe in what we believe in, uh, to at least throw out some sort of, you know, and now it's like, hey, let's be sure we hey, we don't need to be putting out prayers. That's offensive. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, have we really fallen that far? Hey, th- <laughs> hey, you're my thoughts, man. Okay, thanks. Wow. Appreciate that. Uh, we go to Randy in Alabama. Randy, uh, go ahead. Randy. Hey, Randy. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Uh, have you guys uh, watched the Pink Panther 
Have you seen the aardvark? It's actually Bernie Sanders doing the voice. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, you're right. You're one hundred percent right. He sounds exactly like He's the aardvark. comedian who who talks that way. Well, too. yeah. It, What's it, his name? He he sounds like Greg. The, you know who the aardvark, and he sounds like oh, that, that, that Jackie Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason. Yeah. Jackie. I think he was the one doing that voice. You know, I thought I that right. I thought that at one time, but it seems like that we someone told us later that it, it was a person trying to sound like Jackie Mason, but it wasn't really Jackie Mason. Man, yeah, I, we covered this one yeah, time because I thought it was to. too, and uh, you know, something like that. It'd be nice if I could remember it well clear yeah. enough and tell you exactly what something I, like that. Right? It was something, did, that, did, that, did that did that fire a few? Yeah, yeah. Flicker, flicker. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll be back. Fifteen minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Yeah, the voice is John Biner. Who said he was? He, he, he sounded a lot like Jackie Mason and Bernie Sanders. It's all the same thing. Fifteen minutes pass. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Phone calls coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'd love to talk to you. Lines are available. You can join us. All right, Jacob's in Mobile, Alabama. We just met some Mobile folks in the Golden Ticket Seats today. Hey, Jacob, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good to, good to see you all day. Well, I've lived in Mobile about six months, and I'm a white male, 32 years old, never been married, have no kids, no baggage. I got two bachelor's degree, religion and a mechanical engineer. Which I'm working at now. You know that's a that's a strange combination. That really is. But a, but it a good is. one. <laughs> well, um, um, the religion didn't work out so good, so I went back to school and got a mechanical engineer one. Okay. But, um, okay. And uh, I'm, so I'm sorry. So, are, so I know you're a little nervous. Just kind of let's settle. Just a minute. Uh, so, so you, so well, that's good when you design something and pray over Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> well, Jacob, just remember, you're just talking to a bunch of goodies. Okay. Yeah, so nothing, yeah, to, be nervous, like nothing to be nervous about. So you, you just in the mobile area, you've, you've, you've given us all your, your, you know, your profile. So, and, and Adler was telling us, so you, you have two tickets to Mardi Gras and you're looking for a date. Is that what that is? I am. I am. I, I'm, uh, I got them at my, where I work at Airbus. And I'm um, six foot two, two hundred pounds. I, I ride motorcycles, scuba dive, athletic. It's just hard to find a good woman. It, it really is. Well, what are you I'm looking a, for in, in a woman? Where have you been looking, yeah, Jacob? Because you know, when you're fishing, if you're not catching yeah. fish, you got to look at the lure. So, so, <laughs> and, and, what, and what lake you're fishing? Right, and where are you throwing it? Where, 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 where you? I so, think you got them at scuba dive. <laughs> <laughs> so. So have you just not had much luck? Are you are you someone that has which nothing wrong with this a very high standard? Uh, so w- what seems to have been the problem so far? Because I think the first obstacle we have to overcome is you gave this resume and you're 32 and you don't have a date to Mardi Gras. So there's going to be people that are going to ask the question yeah. why? Yeah, just yeah. fairly. Yeah. fairly. How's your breath, Greg? Well, now they're going to ask why? Why are you 32 not already taken? That, that's what a lot of well, women are going to think. Mm. I've had a, a few serious relationships, and none of them just were the right one. So uh, I'm still looking for that right one. And like I said, I've got no kids, and um, I'm just hunting that right woman. And uh, my standards were a little high. Uh, I don't smoke. Uh, I drink a beer every now and then, but, uh, you know, and I just – so you're Methodist. Looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one, my boy. 
right, so I just, you know, trying to get on the resume. Yeah. The uh, so oh, we're just trying to plank the picture. Here's so, the canvas. So so oh, all right. So, so yeah. Now, yeah, now you're the ones that still believe in God's standard for marriage, right? You hadn't gone the other way. Um, yeah. All right. So um, so let's let's talk about uh, what who should not apply. I mean, are you someone that says, "Hey, what are you looking for?" Like, for instance, if Jacob? you, yeah, yeah, if you said, like, for and not, this, I'm not saying this is fair, but I'm saying, are you the kind of person that says, eh, you know, if you've been married before and you got kids, I'm not sure I want to take that on, or, or tell us some things that you're looking for. That's uh, correct. I, I mean, I'd really like a a woman hadn't been married, and no kids, because I'd like to start out, mm-hmm. you know, on, on level ground there. Mm-hmm. But um, so I've got that, you know. I'm going to try that for a while and see how that works. <laughs> okay. All right. So you you have tickets to what? What 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 is this that, that they can go to? You uh, with? It's the it's the Mardi Gras ball in uh, Mobile. Okay. And uh, so uh, I've done paid for them, got them, and uh, money. Just been looking for because I'm new to Mobile area, so I'm mm. I'm from Birmingham, so I'm not. Okay. You know. Do you love Jesus? Are you are you a, are you a follower of Jesus or just kind of? Eh? Oh uh, yes, I am. Okay, good. Some some women, especially with someone who they're going to be going to the the ball with, you know, they yeah, see yeah, where, 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 what your there. convictions are and all that. Um, so, all right. So, has Adler or somebody taking your contact information? Uh, not yet. I, I've got. I just wrote your yeah. number down. But would you email me? Yeah, so, I sure can. so do we want to just let him put his email out and let let him deal <laughs> sure, with it? Sure, yeah, that, yeah, I would love that yeah, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> I think I, I mean, think I think Speedy. I mean, we may get into our day and yeah, you know, we're all busy, and he get the right one emails us and and says I need his contact information. We may not see it till like tonight yeah, or, or miss I'll be it. glad to get my email. All right, so all get, right. give your email. And we'll oh, write wow. it down. All right, go ahead. All right, it's it's check c h e c k u p check up nineteen eighty seven. At gmail.com. I love Check people's up, emails. 1987 at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. Let me clearly say we do not know Jacob. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we can only take him at his word. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would, I would say all of you out there that may be interested, you know, just use the same precautions you would use mm-hmm. involving anyone you've never met before. So, yeah, absolutely. So, right. And, and you too, Jacob. I, that's a yeah. warning to you as well. Yeah, it works both ways. We are not responsible for any people that may be contacting you. You know, it's a big world out there, and there's, there's some weird people out there. Yeah. So just uh, keep that in mind. I and, really want to know how he got his email address. Jacob, Jacob. Did you have a checkup in 1987? <laughs> Jacob, oh, how, do you, how do you oh, feel okay. uh, How do you feel about your wife having a credit card? Oh, let's talk about oh, that. Got no problem with that. <laughs> oh, wow, I change that tune. <laughs> <laughs> Reconsider. Yeah. Uh, all right, wait a minute. Miranda, Miranda, Miranda's in Florida. Oh, hang on just a minute. All right, Miranda, you're Listen, on, we you're, didn't even Valentine's yet. I know. Miranda, jumping the gun here. You're you're on with Jacob. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, hey, Miranda, Jacob, yeah. Miranda, Miranda, well, Jacob. Well, I'm too old for Jacob. Are you, are you really? Jacob, just an age. He may like older women. <laughs> well, I've already raised my kids. <laughs> You've already raised. How? How do you? Can I ask wow. you how old you are? I just turned forty nine. Forty nine. Wow. Jacob, are you out at forty nine? Coog. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm I mean, what's the time? Yeah. But, <laughs> oh. I'm not one of those. Jacob, I am in Yeah. I mean, because it's very few and far between. Yeah. For my age to find good men. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. And, I'm, and I know men say that about women, too, but... Miranda, you need to date somebody that can get you a better cell phone. <laughs> 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 
I saw a commercial for Silver you Singles. Gonna, you're not going to be able to, you're not yeah, gonna be able to hook up with anybody if they can't tell what time you said to be there. Right. <laughs> right. Greg, Greg just said, have you tried the website Silver Singles? That's <laughs> not a commercial for that's, that's real. It's a real thing. Oh, <laughs> Email checkup1987 at gmail.com. Yeah, right. Well, she said, now, he's already said she's too old. I know, but you never know. All right, Miranda, Miranda what's your email address? Rick, let's oh see it. The last one. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, God, lover, she called. I can't understand it if she says. I know it, God, lover. Miranda, can hey, you... is it my accent or my phone? Just the phone. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Okay. Oh right. yeah, it's your phone. No, we like your accent. We just can't hear it. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, what? Try to whisper uh, it to us. I think you're overpowering the phone. Yeah, whisper to us. Yeah. Whisper my name. No, you yeah the 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 email address. <laughs> Well, my email address is my whole name, so I don't know oh, that I'm. No, nah, you don't want to do that. Oh, okay. okay. All right, Miranda, how about this? Yeah. For you, if people email us, and yeah, back I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get your information. What's and, wrong with you? And, and, uh, and Speedy will take care of it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Right, thank thank you. Hey, Jacob, good luck out there, buddy. Hey, Jacob, you've got to thank let you. us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah let yeah. us know. Jacob, give, give us, we'll spread the word for you. Give okay. us an update. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. There you go. All right, that's it. No more. It's, it's turning into who you are. It's turning into personal ad. <laughs> well, I honestly thought we had a little something. <laughs> <laughs> you just, had to check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm just really clearly going to the entertainment value. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it can, if it keeps going, it won't be entertaining anymore. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> Right. It, it, it makes me long for the personal ads. I know. Well, you remember <laughs> what happened. Bring that back. But you remember what happened. Well, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, why can't <laughs> we? could. <laughs> you know, at bottom of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Okay, I'll go ahead and admit it. Not proud of it. Not proud of it. Had a little trip this weekend. Hunted a few American whitetail deer. It was an overnighter, and I forgot my my pillow, and I paid a terrible price. Oh boy! And they're wrestling those pillows. I'm like, when? Where's my my pillow to get some my? You, you, I you wish, mean, I he, wish he hadn't stocked up on my no, pillows. Come on! And, and he knows better than that too. But I tell you what, though, that's gonna be my thank you gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because you know what you do, you take those old pillows. At one time, I had it folded like a like a sandwich. I literally <laughs> folded it like a sandwich. You go. This is kind of where my pillow gets my head. Hmm. You know, try to go to sleep, but. Uh, look, you got to get up the travel size as well. Or most of the time when I travel, I just put the the premium in there. I'll, I'll stuff the premium in it overnight bag. <laughs> and, uh, and but anyway, look, mypillow.com. Go there right now. You'll see radio listeners, radio specials. Go there, click on that. Be sure that you take Bubba in there with you. Your code is Bubba, and then you're gonna look around and you're gonna see all these great mypillow. Mike Lindell's favorite products are all in there. And, and there's a deal on every one of them with the code Bubba, including the buy one, get one free of the premium, the classic, the the, the most comfortable pillow that you've ever slept on. There's a BOGO on that. Uh, is that what we do now? I've noticed that. You don't just say buy one, get one free. you got to do a BOGO. Yeah, BOGO. Here's our BOGO specials. Uh-huh. Uh, but BOGO. It, but Hip in, it up. Hey, it's a, do we have to shorten everything? We I mean, it, it, But anyway, so also. We just barely speak English now. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I said, what's BOZO got to do with it? <laughs> I, know. I, I didn't get know what bozo. it was the first time. But anyway, buy one, get one free. Also, don't forget, there's a buy one, get one free on the Giza Dream uh, sheet sets, which you, you better walk gingerly when you're going to say those two mm-hmm. words together. You can get the flannel or the Giza. Then there's 30% off, and then there's just all kinds of savings. Promo code Bubba, radio specials at MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. 
Uh, I'm, I'm with you, Bubba. We heard, look, we're not doing a personal ad show t- today. Will we bring it back for Valentine's? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we may revisit. A little bit of test we just did. You know, it's almost like you know, less is more. But um, so we enjoyed that little inter- interaction. But I'm what sorry, was, Steve the plumber, we didn't get to your call. That's what I was about to say. We go, so when we go into the kitchen, you know, where all big decisions are made. Yeah. When we go into the kitchen, we can hear the phone screening room. And Bubba said he literally heard Adler counseling Steve the plumber. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, and Steve the plumber, which Steve, I got to tell you, I, I, I he, he was Bubba. You said he was asking. Did he, Adler? Did I hear him right? Ask if he needs to change his occupation. Did I hear that right? Mm. Yes, he asked. Do you think I need to change my occupation? I said, sir, if he, if she's not willing to accept that, then you don't want her. Yeah. But why? Why is a plumber look down? Ladies, that's, that's somebody that's works with their hands. It makes good, good money. money. Ladies, yeah. Steve, the plumber's got folding cash. Yep. Have you ever seen the hourly rate on a good plumber? Oh, <laughs> He's doing great. Yeah. And I was about to say your toilets will never be clogged and your sink will always work, but I've had many people that yeah. say whatever their spouse does for a living, they won't do that at home. Right. And I was talking to a guy who married a massage therapist. <laughs> uh, so, so, so anyway, yeah. That's, I, oh, but, man. But, that has to hurt. So, you know, everything around here is, you know, like the great if you're married to a mechanic. Right. None, none of your, your cars, cars None work. of your cars run. None. If you're but, a cabinet guy, your doors are always hanging right. off. You Is know, that true? All that. But That's plumbers, ladies, don't don't turn a blind eye to a plumber. I mean, the plumber... That's a good living. Mm-hmm. They, they're they're dependable good. guys, and like I say, they, they like Bubba said, they, they can. Does the electricians always have a light out somewhere? Yeah, oh, every <laughs> time. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, somebody said they saw an electrician. I don't want to bring it up the other day. Didn't even have LEDs. So anyway, so Steve, now stay with what you got. If if a woman is, you know, anybody who snubs her nose at a plumber, you don't want to be. I'm with that. I mean. Plumbers, that's a great living. As a matter of fact, we need more people that, that need to start doing some trades and stop all these meaningless that's right. deals that don't lead to any jobs. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, talked to a guy, matter of fact, over the weekend, has a double major, just incredibly hard academic deal, mm-hmm. and he's not doing – his job is not in either one of the fields. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, um, Bubba, on a somber note, it, it, we're now, as we said, is 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 uh, as information continues to come in on this um, this calamity of Kobe Bryant and sadly these other people, including his daughter, it's starting to look more and more as now information has become is trickling that it's going to be pilot error and it's going to have to do with the fog and the weather conditions. They're now coming out saying that they they can document that he was being told he was too low. Uh, there were other people who did not. You know that usually fly that weren't flying their helicopters. Yeah, you're talking about the the L.A. Police Department. LA, they, yeah. they had grounded theirs due yeah, to the right. fog, and, it, and but, a lot of times you do that because you can't see anything on the ground right. anyway, which is why you'd have a helicopter up in the air for right. the police. And, and, but I would think that uh, electronically we ought to be able to fly in fog. I mean, that's that's not well, that big a deal, is it? Yeah, you got it. They're saying. You know, it depends on what you're get confused if, if you can fly by instruments. They, yeah. from what I'm reading here, and it's started that they think he was trying to fly just by sight and got confused. Now, again, that, that's just preliminary, right? I, we're going to because get, the way it's acting. So there were what, no distress calls. There were nothing. Just, what what about the witness that said he heard the engine struggling? Well, then I seen another witness says they heard it came. The only thing they thought is it's just really low, mm-hmm. but that they said it sounded fine. But it sounded and like the, a regular helicopter. They talked mm-hmm. to a pilot who's actually flown this. Actual mm-hmm. aircraft. He said it's a twin engine. He said for both of them to fail is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said you know engine failure is almost impossible. So it yeah. sounds so what like tw- is it got two yeah. two rotors? On it? I don't know about that. Two ever heights. Where he yeah, says a twin it. engine deal. He said and to lose both is 
practically impossible. So what what they're saying, just so I remember when people had to kind of correct everybody on the Ukrainian, when they finally right. came and said, hey, guys, thanks y'all saying this airplane did. It, yeah. it, 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 it can fly on one engine. Right. It, it, all this kind of right. stuff. Right. This thing exploded. This is one of those things, and you hear about this from time to time, and I do not know the situation, but I'm just saying in the past, talking to people that fly for a living, they say usually when you have issues is when a very experienced pilot starts thinking they're so experienced and everybody's wanting to get somewhere, and, and they, they push don't, it, and they don't want to be a Debbie Downer and say we just can't fly today. And they go, well, I think I can do this. I can get up above this or whatever. And they do something they normally wouldn't do because they think their abilities, you know, are, will, will can overcome any obstacle. And they get into weather, and they, like you said, the instruments, and then they start trying to see, and they can't see, and they get confused about where they are, and then they run it right into a mountain, and uh, and it's starting to feel that way. Now we may find out that this is bad and information saying, and that didn't happen, but it's starting to, to look that way from people who kind of know the deal yeah, that, that they're they saying. Say they did tell him at one time he they, was too yeah, low. They can document. He was told at one time, Hey, you're too low. Yeah. And, and they said the air traffic control audio taken shortly before the crash, uh, the pilot was told he is too, you're too low. You're too low, uh, concerning radar tracking. They saw that he was way too low. Mm-hmm. And then when you get low, see mountains are high. And that's a bad combination. Yeah. But I mean, couldn't he tell he was too low? Not if you can see. It's well, he's got, a, he's got he's got GPS. Well, It'll not, tell you how high not, you are. I don't know. They, maybe don't know. they did I mean, say I, when they if, crashed, look, they were it, climbing as when it, they crashed. I mean, here's the thing: if the mountains are 500 <clears> foot tall, then I, I fly at 700. You know, I, I stay above that. Well, what happens? I don't know how to what fly happens though? There's a certain, and that certainly you would think he had that expertise. You know, some people are not certified instruments that can fly on instruments only. They're not. They're not that good at it. And, uh, and well, yeah, you have a different training, but you would think yeah. this guy. And again, but you would I think know. he would. I, I have no we don't idea. Know. We don't know. It, I think when you hear, you know, because you always build things by going, what are the facts that we have? It looks like it's factual that he was being told you're too low. And, yeah, and Greg, clearly. didn't you say that, um, and I'm reading it here now, that they, they lifted off shortly after 9, and at around 9.20, they just circled above the Burbank Airport for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like almost like it was too busy. Like right, I guess there was too much traffic or something. Land there, and they said that that he was going to land there, and then was told to go ahead that that they could either for traffic or visibility, you couldn't land there. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's a terrible story. But and again, we'll get and we're trying not to contribute to that. Trying to give you things that look like they're factual, but yeah, we're just trying to work through it. But you're going to find out what's going on. There's going to be a lot of misinformation that comes out first, and then we'll work our way to the actual information. But this is the first one that seems to kind of start getting some validity. That kind of gives you some indication of what might have happened is that he was being told he was too low. Jeff probably, if he's at Fort Rucker, has all the information Mm -hmm. you need. Jeff, how about it? Hey, sir. So as I'm listening to you. The most dangerous time while you're flying is to be VFR and not commit to IFR. So if you're trying to fly by sight yeah. and you're you're dodging clouds, you can easily get spatially disoriented um, with false horizons and things of that nature. Um, and when it's that type of weather, it's best to commit to v- to IFR. Um, but that that's probably what happened. You, you, why, why does why didn't he do that? Why didn't he go? It's foggy. I'm just going to fly by instruments. Uh, he. He may not have been an IFR-rated pilot. Um, they did say he was experienced, so I would assume he had an IFR ticket. But um, well, if it's if it's extremely you know, foggy and you're not IFR, shouldn't you stay on the ground? It just depends on on how foggy it is, what the actual weather minimums and weather visibility and ceilings are. 
Do you mm-hmm. agree, Jeff? And I've been told by a lot of pilots that usually, and they said just about the overwhelming majority of crashes usually is pilot error. And they, that, and, that is, yeah, that is the truth. They attribute, um, probably, I don't know what the numbers are, probably 70, 80% of crashes. And usually it's somebody who, who thinks that they can handle a situation, but it co- turns out to be worse than they thought it would, thought it was. Right. On visibility. It could be anything from misdiagnosing an emergency procedure yeah. to, to just that. Um, yeah, I so saw a lot of reasons it could be the pilot's fault. Smithsonian, you know, shows all the great air tragedies. Yeah. Which yes. don't watch that if you're air if, disasters. Yeah, if you, if you're about to book a flight, don't watch don't that. Don't do it. No. <laughs> but like I saw one, and they said the guy had a reputation of trying to stay on time. He, he you know, he, he and which was good. You know, you don't want to make. Was this yep. the main pilot? Uh, n- no, okay. it wasn't that one. But but the, just like this, he miscalculated the the ascent on one runway. If he had just gone to the other, it had a very simple entry in foggy type conditions. Mm-hmm. The one he chose had had more. It came from a you know mountains, and you had to work your way down a slope. Right, and and he just ran out of room, and yeah. he, and he didn't. He, he miscalculated what he needed in those conditions to land that plane, and it. and it was really because he just thought he could pull it off and get her by on the ground on time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, so it, lot- it just seems like to me with modern GPS and electronics, we ought to be able to put that thing in autopilot and set her down, you know? Well, yeah, it's, I think the aircrafts are, are certainly, they have all that technology, but like he said, there's an expertise to that too. I've been able to fly by instruments only. They have a whole separate certification for that, which we assume this guy has, right. but you still may not be in a certain situation, make the right decision. We'll be back 14 minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick All right, so we're back. Uh, I, I certainly we've talked uh, earlier in the show, and it just got brought up again because some new information is coming out. About the uh, Kobe Bryant crash that killed everyone aboard, including he and his daughter and the pilot and others. And here's an anonymous caller that says they think they can give us a little bit more ex- uh, information. We had to, you know, one, another that had some expertise um, on what may or may not have taken place. So, anonymous, you're on the Rick and Bubba show. Go right ahead. Hey, it's pretty evident the pilot was participating in uh, um, or operating under special VFR conditions, basically. He's he's granted VFR flight even given IFR conditions. So you're saying that you could? It's called you, scud running. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, your phone dropped out for just a minute. So you were saying you may not be certified, but sometimes you're given permission anyway. That's correct. If you can remain clear of clouds and the the, the dangerous practice called scud running, you can Google it. That's S D U D. Uh, basically trying to remain, you know, visually in reference to the ground, even given clouds and fog and whatnot. Very dangerous practice that can get you in trouble pretty quick, and it's looking like that's what the, the contributing factor was. But, I mean, my goodness, if you're Kobe Bryant, why in the world are you are you flying around in a situation like this? I mean, well, shouldn't you have two pilots and have IFR full capability? Why are you, why are you cutting edge on this? Well, I go back to this, and this is unfair, and I acknowledge that because I don't know these people involved, but I do know this about, and I'm not saying this is what happened, and, and maybe Anonymous, you can talk about this. Sometimes we, especially as Americans, we're so impressed with celebrity uh, and, and sometimes we want to come through uh, and, and, and get everybody where they want to go because, hey, it's Kobe and his daughter and his friends. Uh, 
and uh, hey, I, I can do this. I think I'm okay. Uh, I'm on. I, th- I think I can pull this off. And maybe sometimes you go on the edge a little more than you would have if it just been a regular client. That's absolutely right. Macho is one of the uh, the dangerous thought processes associated with aeronautical decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given the clientele, given the, the setting, you know, hey, I, I can I can pull this off. And uh, Macho is a, a very dangerous thought process that uh, obviously gets you in big trouble. Yeah, and we don't know that's what happened. But you're saying, looking at this, it it has to look. Now, when you say when I'm going to do scud running. Does that mean I'm and I don't know the letters, but I'm I'm not, maybe I'm not certified to fly instruments only, but above the clouds. Uh, but uh, so so but but I they're giving me permission because I'm going to try to do this scud running you're talking about and see if I can fly visually. Do you think this person wasn't certified to fly instruments only? It's 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 possible. Uh, it, it, it's certainly possible. The scud running practice is is not a uh, certificated you know type. Understood. Just, understood. Just keep keeping in in visual contact with the ground when you know clouds are low, fog is fog is thick. Those type things. All right, can I ask anonymous a question? All right, the reporting here, and again, this is reporting. It could change. So they circle the airport for fifteen minutes. They're being held up for another aircraft. Well, then once that's taken long a long time, they clear him to proceed north along Interstate 5, I guess following the interstate as a guideline because of the fog or whatever. And then at some point they turn southeast, which is opposite of the interstate, and start to climb at an altitude above 2,000 feet, and that's when they hit the hillside. Uh, so does that sound like maybe he got disoriented in the I, I fog? Heard briefly, I heard briefly that report, but not enough to speak intelligently about okay. it. Uh, I couldn't tell you on that one. I'm sorry. Well, help us into the world of, of being a pilot. Let's let's say, is there any reason other than I'm not certified for instruments only that if I have any doubt whatsoever, I wouldn't just go to instruments only? Why would I? Let's say I'm certified. Why wouldn't I just go instruments only to be sure I don't make a visual mistake? What would make me want to stay visual? I I don't think there is a reason. I think that would be the best judgment call is to to you know, rely on your instruments. Yeah. So so you're saying either he just didn't want to do the instruments or he wasn't certified because there's no other scenario that would have made sense? Could, could be the, either of the two, yes, sir. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate your insight very much. Uh, let's go yes. to uh, George and Dothan. George, listen to us on News Talk 103.9. George, go ahead. Yeah, I'll just uh, give you a, a possible scenario of why he wouldn't want to commit instruments. Um that's a uh, real uh, congested airspace out there. Um, and Van Nuys Airport, the Burbank Airport are all really close to that area. Um, so to go inadvertent IMC is what it's called. It's basically an emergency procedure, and that last caller is correct. That is exactly what he should have done if this is if this is actually the cause of the accident. Um, but he may have felt pressure not to go inadvertent IMC because of the congestion in the airspace and, and the repercussions that he would have gotten from that. Additionally, he, uh, another reason why I think that they may have tried to continue in a VFR or special VFR condition is um, I'm not sure where he was going to land. Was he going to an airport or was he going to land at an off-airport site to knock hmm. him off closer to the game? If he was going to an off-airport site, there wouldn't have been an instrument approach, so maybe he felt pressure to get Kobe where he was going I understood. in a VFR condition. So, that makes um, sense. That makes sense. So, you know, if you're going to a helipad they were trying to get. Mm-hmm. He said yeah. some, they said yeah. some kind of helipad, mm-hmm. but see I, I I don't trying to get helicopters and, and airplanes that's kind of two different animals. Would a helipad right. suffice for you to fly with instruments only if you were going to a helipad? 
I think probably in most situations, no. Um, okay. I'm sure there are some some places that have instrument approaches to a helipad, but I think most in most situations you're not going to have an instrument approach. So he would have felt additional pressure, you know, Understood. flying Kobe yeah. to get there VFR. So if you're, you, I also our, heard our, that, that the last report that I saw was that they were at 2,000 feet mm-hmm. and descended to impact the hills at 1,400 feet. Um, descending 4,000 feet a minute yeah. at 180 knots, which is really quick. I mean, you're talking six seconds to, to impact, right. which makes me think either he got um, disoriented or, or maybe there was a mechanical issue. Uh, Might have been. Six seconds is a really fast time. So yeah. uh, it's going to take quite a while for the preliminary report to come out before we really know. So, yeah. So tr- let, 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 let me ask you this, George, before you go. So if I'm IFR and they don't have an instrument approach to a particular area, can I not land there if I'm under IFR rules? No, you'd have to cancel IFR and continue VFR to land in an off-airport area. Now, in an emergency situation, you do whatever you have to do. You can exercise what's called emergency authority. Um, but really, in reality, like everybody else has said, he, he should have, if, if weather was really that bad, he should have committed to uh, inadvertent IFR and returned to Burbank or Van Nuys or someplace on instrument rules. Okay, man. Appreciate it very much. But that one thing you said about even, that he actually descended into the mountain may, may, might be mechanical error. Yeah. yeah I'm and, reading one thing here. It says it looks like it went up and then went down. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. And it'll take time yeah. because that's a rough place they got to get to to investigate it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Here we go, six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number as we make our way back. Your phone calls will be part of it today. The gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler with us as well. Intern Stretch Armstrong uh, is taking your phone calls while he earns his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now a superpower. Have you ever wanted to have a Rick and Bubba University t-shirt or sweatshirt? They are available at the Rick and Bubba store. Uh, You can click on that. You can get it in the the blue and the white or the classic uh, gray with the navy Rick and Bubba University. Or you can get it also in sweatshirt form. All that available at rickandbubba.com under the store. Welcome back. There, look over there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Oh, well, I'm glad to be here, Rick. And thank all of you for joining us. Glad that y'all decided to be with us for another hour. And, Bubba, we will start this. And I hate to do this to you because I know it's a new week. We're going to st- start it with your America. What are you doing? Well, Rick. I mean, you never know when I might do a year America. So here we go. These are the days of America. Walking together through the. Your America. Our home city, Birmingham, Alabama, in the news today in a Your America. And you and I have said this, and, you know, we certainly understand the sensitivities, uh, you know, regardless of what the topic may be. But but I know here on the show, there's just something that's just a little bit creepy when we try to be history revisionist. It just feels a little commie for me, feels a little tyrannical for me. Um, and I think that it, it's important to know our history correctly, good, bad, ugly. It's just important to know it. And uh, we have, if you remember when all this started about the, 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 the Civil War monuments, you know, if it had anything to do with the Confederacy, yeah. it must be banned from eyesight. It must not be seen. It must not be known. It must be removed. And I certainly understand the, 
sensitivity about it, and I understand all the different emotions and, and pain and, and disagreements that go along with that. Now, we certainly need to get the, the Civil War history correct. Uh, I think that would be helpful. Uh, as, uh, as we've learned many times, even the name Civil War there is, is incorrect because it was not an attempt to overthrow a current sitting government. It was an attempt at independence that was denied. Yeah, it was a failed independence right. attempt. Yeah, and so anyway, so you know this started out, well, if you've got a, a Confederate monument of any kind, it must be destroyed, it must be. In the city of Birmingham, they actually built a wooden box structures obscuring Mm-hmm. the inscriptions on a Confederate veterans monument. Ooh. Ooh. We're going to cover it. You can't see it. Uh, you know, and of course, now, just because we can't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, It didn't suddenly make history less ugly. Okay. Or, you know, whatever your emotions may be on this part of American history. Um, it, it doesn't do anything except now you've got a, a box around a monument and it just, to me, that's just kind of goofy. Uh, well, there, there's been a ruling that Birmingham must pay a $25,000 fine for obstructing the view of a Confederate monument. Uh, the George, uh, Circuit Judge uh, Marshall Jackson Hatcher uh, imposed the $25,000 fine and says that, um, that there was a, a ruling that Birmingham violated a state law protecting historic monuments, uh, and um, they went to this circuit judge to enter uh, an order uh, to declare that Birmingham, the city, violated the 2017 Alabama Memorial Preservation Act and fined the city $25,000. Yeah, you know, when uh, when a lot of this statue tearing down started, the state uh, actually stepped in and said, look, you, we're going we're gonna to pass a law, you can't take these down. If they've been up for, like, so many years, I, I, and it was a very high number, I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. In response to that, to kind of cool off this uh, tearing down a statue thing. And uh, so Birmingham, in response to that, said, well, we can't tear it down. We'll cover it up. So, And it's become a, a hot, you know, hot tamale court case now, basically where we're at. Well, yeah, because you're right. You get into the fine print of all this, and they're saying, well, now does covering up really violate the Preservation Act? I, I would say if you can't see the inscription that, that is the monument, that seems like that would be obstructing it. Uh, and that would be have keep, you noticed keeping that, it from being what it was. Have you noticed monuments, and you, you see it more in, in other countries, they, they always seem to be a, a flashpoint for putting them up and tearing them down. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? That's always a big deal. Look, I'm not a huge monument person. Yeah. I think monuments can get a little weird uh, <clears throat> because, you know, we certainly should never practice idolatry. But when you're talking about, you know, especially when we've got like a, a statue of a person, it's a little weird to me. But, but the, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, yeah. Oh, look, uh, I'm I'm a person that I'm now. Look at me. I'm up here in a position of. It just gets a little weird, you know, especially if it turns into some kind of altar. But, but the, uh, but I'm not. But I understand that the history of a country is what it is, and here's a historic marker that says, hey, a lot of people in this part of the country died. Uh, in this fight for independence, that you may agree with the Confederacy's, Confederacy's um, desire for independence and states' rights, or you may totally disagree with that and say the Union needed to be held together. And and you know, and even for the history of the world, it's good that we did not separate into two smaller countries. I got no problem with any of that. But what I don't like and, and think we should have is to act like it never happened, and and just to say I want to cover up anything that that represents this this trial and tribulation of a divided country. 
I kind of think it's good that we know that. And I, I think it's good. Well, why? So you don't repeat the mistakes right. of it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you completely whitewash it, then you're, you're you know, so, you're going to go back and, and make same the same mistakes over and over instead of learning from so, them, really. Yeah. So let me play history devil's advocate here, okay? So what if, because let's, let's be honest, I hope, I hope this is the case. When I see the monuments and the historical accounts of the civil rights movement in Birmingham, as a Southern white person, it's painful. I, I don't like to see it. I don't want to think that that people were that wicked and that evil and, and and that these horrible things happened. So what if I just just said, I just don't like seeing that. That makes me uncomfortable. And it, I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm racist just because this a bunch of white people in the South did these things, and I'd just rather not see it. So could you all obstruct my view of this or remove these? Because it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't like remembering that this happened because I, I, I'm ashamed of the way that people of my skin color and my Southern heritage behaved, so I'd just rather not be exposed to that. Well, what would somebody say? Well, my goodness, that's the history, Rick. That's what happened. Maybe you can learn from that and teach your children why this happened and walk through it with them, and you can talk about whether you thought it was an evil thing or you thought it was whatever. You, you can't live in a world that we pretend that didn't happen just because it makes you uncomfortable, Right. And that, and I would agree with that, but but right, it can go either way. I mean, if you let yeah, this stuff yeah. start happening, then people can declare they don't want to see anything that makes them uncomfortable from a from a, a checkered past. But I think it's good for us to get us out there all warts and all, and say let's not act like this didn't happen, and let's let's watch out so it doesn't happen again. Right? I mean, it, it, to me, it's almost childish to say obscure that I don't want to see that. You know, if, if it's history. Now, as far as, you know, and then we'll turn around and say, well, some artist has some naked woman, you know, in some weird position urinating on the cross. Well, I'm not, you can't, you won't obscure that from me because that's somebody's artistic freedom. Right. <laughs> well, we can't have it both ways. Okay. Either we don't have the right to say, we don't they say, well, you just, you just be sure you and your kids don't come see that. Okay. Well, I could just say, I guess if I'm bothered by historic monuments, I could just not go look at them. Right or not, but I think when it comes to history, not so much art, but when it comes to history, history is real. I, I I just don't like. It sounds very communistic and Soviet Unionist, uh, Nazi like mm-hmm. to go. We're gonna re, re you know take, we're gonna be history revisionist and we're gonna cover up anything that might cast us in a bad light. And I don't want to see anything that that is uncomfortable to me. Uh, when it comes to history, I I don't. I think it's important to know history and know it clearly. Good, bad, ugly. I, I understand both sides, but you got to be careful. Yeah. Because when you, you start going, slipping down the slippery slope, you never know who's going to be, like you said, offended by the next statue. Yeah. Or the next statue. I'm downtown. I see these depictions of the civil rights movement. This makes me uncomfortable. I just don't want to look at that. Well, I, I think you need to know that happened. Uh, 15 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, I do want to point you to. Uh, you know, it's always a great call to action. I was talking um, with uh, a big supporter of the program yesterday, and they, they were talking about that the, the, the program 
has become such a part of everybody's life, which was cool. They said, we, we are we are participating in everything the Rick and Bubba Show has to offer, including we just sponsored a child through Compassion International. If you guys have got something going, and, and, and we love it, we use all the products. Uh, we've got every Rick and Bubba thing you could ever imagine. Uh, and then uh, they were talking about their experience of sponsoring a child through Compassion International. And uh, and you can do that as well. I mean, this is a this is an incredible ministry. It, it's going to take care of you know the physical and the spiritual needs of um, of of the people. You know, we were just talking about that this past Wednesday in the Wednesday Bible study, going through uh, the the last part of chapter eleven of the Gospel of John, and then we get into the first part of twelve. You know, when you hear you know the discussion of you know Mary, you know, with the expensive um, nard um, perfume and. And you see Judas telling her, "Hey, that could have been used for, um, you know, for the poor." And of course, he didn't really mean that. Apparently, uh, when John's looking back on what actually happened after that, but one of the things you have to find is that balance. We we can never let social work replace worship and adoration of Jesus Christ. You know, we're, the goal is not to try to make someone more comfortably more comfortable as they perish. So, so what we do through Compassion International, they're going to be working through the local church. They're going to be uh, working through a pastor. That has been vetted out, theologically sound, and yes, we're meeting the, the the needs with the hands and feet of Jesus. But ultimately, we're meeting the ultimate need, and that is Jesus Himself. So all that takes place, uh, and and you could probably you know think about this for a minute. Hey, I never really thought about that. Yes, I could play a role in someone's physical needs, and that's important. But but what if your sacrifice every month led to someone's redemption, and in a place that you know was hearing Jesus for the first time or for the for the perfect time. So anyway, if you'd like to sponsor a child, sadly there's there's so many still waiting, and, and you can make a difference with just one phone call, 855-293-2323, or you can go to Compassion.com slash Bubba, uh, and you can work there. Uh, so let's, let's, let's see if we can continue to make impact, and so many of you already have, and thanks for that. But if this is something that you keep saying, you know, we do need to sit down and discuss that as a family, could I encourage you to go ahead and do that and sponsor a child today? There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so Bubba, I literally was about to pick up a story, and then you said that those those words that always get my attention, and, of course, those two words are big and foot. Uh, it is, even though it's one word, but uh, big foot. I, I think on this program we've done a really good job of trying to vet out whether Bigfoot exists or not. We give you your best shot to decide. Hangs high on the breast of the lake. Washington State, and Bubba. The bite of the wind is like a slap in the face. It's a plethora. A legend of horror looks a Bigfoot. in the haze. It's Bigfoot. Now, this is where the original Patterson film up in Washington State, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, wasn't yeah. it the original? We oh, always boy. go back to the Patterson film, don't we? Uh, <laughs> well, walking dog. you know, we, we've talked about the fact there's so many cameras out there now. Mm-hmm. And Washington State's Department of Transportation, the DOT, has a lot of cameras up, as most states do. And it appears that they have caught a, a strange picture that at least deserves a second look, Rick. As you see in front of a snow-covered tree, mm-hmm. what appears to be a large, black, furry object. Uh, walking upright, Greg, right there. Oh, boy. Uh, and um, oh, That I, looks like the tree trunk. Greg, you don't know that. Let's have a better right, – right, right there. Rick, you've been yeah. in your stand before hunting, and you yeah. look, and you say, hey. And all of a sudden, I get to look, and <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's a log. All, yeah. It happened this past weekend. And lighting, <laughs> you know, lighting. But, but that's not where the tree trunk would be. Yeah, it's, it's a not, tree. It's not center of the tree. 
Now, it looks like something is there. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying it's Bigfoot. It might be somebody or some other type of vegetation, but it doesn't really look like the tree, does it? Yeah. I'll tell you what's interesting. You think it does? <laughs> it, it, well, I'd like to, again, it goes back to every Bigfoot sighting I've had in the past 20 years that we've seen. I'd like to see something a little better, a little more clear. Patterson. Patterson is the walking uh, sorry, all right, Perfect example. Well, yeah. Perfect yeah, example. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, can we not get a clear? We got a lot better technology nowadays than we did then. Can we not get a clear Cameras everywhere. This everywhere. Is, everywhere. And, and why is this not video? And, we get, and all we get is like a blob. By yeah. the way, mm-hmm. this reporter that wrote this, kind of lighthearted, uses the Michael Scott quote, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, but, but, I, I, what a great line. But anyway, so, so back to this. All right, Greg, let's, let's make it, let's, let's get together because we'll need to know this going forward on Bigfoot updates. There are some people that treat deer hunting this way after they've been doing it a while. Yeah. Once, once you've got that same eight point on the wall six times. Somebody would say, I've gotten to the point now, I'm only going to fire on a deer better than the best deer I've ever had. Yeah. Okay. If, if I'm trophy. If, if I'm yeah. trophy hunting. I'm not okay. Not meat hunting. Yeah. Okay. If, and, and so are we to the point now where we say Patterson Film is a 150 class deer? <laughs> and unless we see a 150 or above, we didn't even look at it. Yeah. I would say this. I would, I'm I would tired look, of looking at shadows and shapes. I, I, would, look, I would look at, uh, you know, a 140. You know, something close to that. So. I love this. I'm glad we set it up. Because if Speedy comes in. 135. If Speedy comes in, we say, what do you think? I was about a 120 claim. Yeah. No, we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. Again, like the, the shows now, I don't watch them. Mm-hmm. The ones that are a weekly series, because, you know, they got to keep going. They're never going to see anything. Right. Now, if it's a documentary, I'll watch that because you may get some. Yeah. yeah. What I can't understand, why is it a still footage? Why Why don't we? It's just the webcam. It's the, it's the camera that mm-hmm. they, they tweeted out. As far as still shots go, they take pictures. Mm-hmm. Do we have a picture like without it being there? But I'm not superstitious. I'm you know, just a little right. I know what you're saying. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, not super. <laughs> or, or, or what I like to say, I'm not superstitious, but I don't believe in taking chances. Right. So, Greg, you say, what are we ranking this picture right now? One, one. Now that that doesn't impress me at all. You, that is nothing. Is but like I do when I'm in the woods and it, I'm looking at something and it looks like. Is that a basket six? Oh, Rick, I, I, I don't even think it's that. I, right? right. I, so that's, it that's must a spike. That's a cow horn. It was a. Yeah. Bu- it, <laughs> right, it was a busy week in Washington State, so they they send this photo out that they that they captured, and then it says officials are saying they have video of the legend in a completely different location. Uh, the transportation well, the department um, sent this out here. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can get it to it. Just well, they should, there should be. It's a, totally different on another. Uh, on well, now there completely. you go. Now we got some. Now we got There's some. a 140 class. But I'd like <laughs> to see a total, zero. Well, let's zoom in on it. That's a totally different area. But is that just a person? Probably. Yes. That's a hunter. That, well, now, now yeah, I'll give them this. I like that a lot better than that, that shadow. That was so much better than the shadow. But then this, isn't that but, just but back to the shadow? Can't we see a picture of what it looks like right now today? Because that shit that be was there, Rick right? at Wingo's. True. That's right. all that was. Yeah, that's, that's me. Somebody <laughs> in a ghillie suit. I'm headed out to Galatians Field. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. That, I think it's a person. I'm done with Bigfoot yeah. until we find it. Yeah. <laughs> until I want somebody I want him screaming. It goes. Yeah. You guys, Close up I, I hate to it. say this. I love us and I, I enjoy these updates. But the Patterson we film. We have to keep doing the, a hand check. Listen, the Patterson film. It's either real or fake. If it's real, Bigfoot exists. If it's fake, we're still searching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, okay. y'all, what do y'all think about it? What do Here we go again. Think? We always get into this. 
And today, what do you think? Can we get the history of it right? I want to know whether we had a deathbed confession or not. Guys, we (laughs) we can point out (laughs) from the sky, terrorists. And rain down bombs yes. on them, but we can't find Bigfoot. I know. Yeah, you're right. With all the things, you kidding looking. me? Well, we tried to hire that guy that assassinated Hitler, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> and killed Bigfoot. You're right. <laughs> what a weird <laughs> Sam Elliott. What, what a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> that that may be the most bizarre. But you're right. Title of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we should. It, we should yeah, have already had it. Absolutely. We should have it by now. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my knees. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thank you for being with us. Um, you can reach us. We'll get to phone calls here coming up shortly uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, Speedy, Adler, whatever combination we need to do here. I'd like to have anything, any video you have on jewelry store owner with pickle jars. And I'd like to have dramatic moment. Passerby lifts SUV to rescue woman. Oh, uh, wow. and, and okay. I'd, like, I'd like to take a look at those two. And, right. and just as a side note, uh, dodgeball competition with the NFL stars. Okay. All right. We'll put that on there and put that there as well. And uh, and I've so got the car. I got the car. I, I got okay. the jewelry store owner. All right. So let's go with the car first. Okay. Uh, car first. That's him. All right. Let's uh, take. I a don't look. know if there's audio with this. Okay. I'll just um, I'll just take a look at sure. it, but. The, in other words, this is in Manhattan's Lower East Side around 5, 10, 10 on Sunday. Uh, a woman, 65, drove her, drove her Mercedes SUV mm-hmm. uh, and said that she turned onto um, a street and struck a woman in, in, in the crosswalk. Yeah. And witnesses said that the SUV ran over the woman's ankle and left her trapped underneath. And everybody starts trying to help. But then we get a person who actually is able to lift the SUV to get her out from under it. Yeah, everybody uh, comes running over, and yeah. um, when you were looking down reading that, it was kind of a, a close-up view. You could see that there was okay. somebody under there. There right. you go, right there. Oh, my goodness. I've been and run so, over. And so now you got a, you got oh, wow. a Look, bunch I'm of people over. start running up trying yeah. to help. Yeah, of course, boy, you, you got a really heavy careful. car. That's a really heavy car. Mm-hmm. Do more damage that, than good. Yeah, but, but, hey, I'm trapped. I mean, somebody's mm-hmm. got to get it off of me. Right. And can you imagine if you're the person under there trapped? Are we going to go there for a minute? Oh, man. I mean, oh. you're you're the person that's trapped. Pull, yeah. So, you you I mean you've got to get under there, and you've got to. So are they able to lift it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are are we? To what? Okay, okay, there you go. There. there we go. And now now we got it up. But how about they got that SUV SUV up? Hey, big hoss got over and got in the mix. Yeah, boy, they still got it. You up. Got it. And they got her out? Yeah, they got her out now. Mm-hmm. Set it down. You yeah, see the guy gracious. gave the official set it down? Yeah. 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 We got her. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. You, everybody's got to go together on that. Or right. you get messed yeah. up, right. you know? Yeah. Mm. One guy ain't going to hold that. No. All right, so there, wow. there, there, there it was. So that, they, wow. look, when they get there, look at, the, look at the person under there. So you've been run over, but you're okay? Is it just your ankle that's run over? Screen the audio. I haven't screened the audio. Just FYI. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, uh-huh. we'll, 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 we'll let it go. So, um, Speaking of audio. So it says, it says the driver also hit several occupied vehicles, which are stopped at the traffic light. Uh, minor damage to those cars. Um, so the driver obviously is in trouble for yielding, uh, failing to yield to a pedestrian. And uh, so, well, look, we've all been to New York City. Is there? I mean, it's a wonder that people aren't run over every day. Yeah, the way they drive right. around. There. Can you believe that she she suffered pain, obviously, and bruising? But that's that's about it. That's wow. it. Good I mean gracious. that that's a mm. 
Right, what about pickles jar guy? Uh, we got uh, WSB TV uh, channel two uh, mm-hmm. has this has a uh, Rick. They've got a quick package here just okay. to list <laughs> a read. Um, okay. But apparently, we had someone at a jewelry store um, get a pickle jar or, or a sack of pickle jars and attack robbers. Take a listen. Right, store owner being hailed a hero tonight. He saw robbers holding up his store this afternoon and did not flinch. He used what he had, a bag filled with jars of pickles, to fight off those robbers. Oh, Channel 2's Michael Seiden got that what? exclusive video of the unusual reaction. He's live in Sandy Springs. Michael, this robbery is tied to the crash you showed us this evening at 6. Justin, what a wild day. You know, this dangerous and chaotic crime spree. It all came to a crashing end right here at this intersection. This is Glen Ridge Drive right off I-285. In fact, we were working on another story earlier today when our colleague Mike Pachenik, who was off today, actually rolled up to this scene. He started talking to witnesses. We took his information. We were able to track down the victims at that jewelry store. And let me tell you, they've got one heck of a story. They struck in broad daylight, smash and grab robbers seen here on surveillance videos storming into a jewelry store in Sandy Springs, where witnesses say they held up frightened customers and employees at gunpoint early Saturday afternoon. They had hammers and they just smashing the glassware, as you see, and they were just breaking everything and grabbing all the Rolex watches. The thieves are in and out of the business in less than 90 seconds, but they didn't get very far because the owner, who's asked us not to identify him or his business, was returning from lunch, and as soon as he saw the men, he went on the attack, hitting them over the head and in the face with a bag full of glass pickle jars. As one of the robbers continued to fight, security video shows the moment a quick-thinking customer answered the call for help. He hit him with three bottles of uh, uh, pickles and juices and these uh, all over the glass <laughs> and then I pretty much just grabbed and subdued him you know until you know the cops came. Sandy Springs police eventually caught up with the three remaining suspects right here at I-285 and Glenridge Drive. According to witnesses at the scene the driver tried to get away from police but eventually crashed into another car. At one point we saw officers searching a wooded area with their guns drawn. But by Saturday evening, all four suspects Ooh, were mm, under arrest. Mm. A huge relief Boy, for a business that's been serving wow. this community for more than a decade. Wow. You want to help out a friend, a local business owner. Good night. He took yes. those kosher deals and slammed the guy <laughs> up. Can you, ma- when you were watching it, did you smell pickles while you were watching it? I did, watching I did. It? I did too. Yeah. Did, did y'all smell that? <laughs> hey, getting hit in the face with a bag full of pickles That's is not, not good. No. no. How about when he no. said pickle juice was all over the glass? Well, yeah. Look. He was knocking a homer. My goodness. How about that attack by pickle? Mm. Clawson to you. <laughs> you know, and there's pickles going everywhere and, you know, and juices. So, uh, so anyway, so we got, we, we got that. So what's the next thing we want to see? The NFL players playing dodgeball? Yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty entertaining. I heard Hams talking about it earlier. I stumbled was that on it. And I it, it was a skills. It was a skills competition where they had to uh, to throw at targets that were moving, and then they had one where the quarterbacks were throwing at targets, and they had DBs trying to pick it off, and you know whoever got the most points in that competition. That was pretty interesting to me yeah. to watch that. Probably more and, exciting than the actual Pro Bowl. And, and the the big mm-hmm. finale was uh, dodgeball. And one side uh, had like three guys left and only one player for the other side. And this guy got all three of them out. It was really Jarvis amazing. Landry. Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yeah. Yeah. He caught Rick. You ought to see him catch these he balls. He finally got to be on a winning team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's right. clears throat> and, and I think so you have the audio. I, come, I came across. I'm like, Bub, I came across this. I was waiting on the Australian Open to start, and I got into it. And I was like, wow, okay, this is – 
Why wait, are we not? Wait, wait, wait. NFL players playing dodgeball pulled I, you in? It did. Yeah, it, it did. I, I just left it because I thought, well, my goodness, this is and, – and the moves that Landry was making to – I just felt like this was something that we probably should do so at some he, point again. He's the only one left. He's against these two. Yeah. Okay. He ends up getting two balls in his hand ready yeah. to throw, and he his strategy, Rick, was to put all the balls over there because he's, he's good at catching them. Yeah, and if he, he catches them – keep throwing. Yeah. Now watch him drop these right here to – Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. a, quite a catch because it was a heater. <laughs> yeah, and he won it, and actually won the whole competition for his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a blast. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and and back to what we've all suggested. This is what we've suggested that the Pro Bowl should become. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. it, it should just be fun zone. Uh, no one wants to play in the game. Nobody wants to tackle. Nobody wants to do this. Mm. Just let them get out. Let them have a banquet. Let's show their highlights. And and before the the banquet that night, we play dodgeball and skills and Ooh. do all that. Then we do our banquet. We hand out the awards. Yeah. We watch their highlights. Because mm-hmm. then Greg really tainted the Pro Bowl for me when I realized that you don't have to make all pro to be in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that was no. confusing. All pro yeah. is the more prestigious award. I know. You really, you really messed me up with that. Mm-hmm. But I'd never thought about it. Is it, it two different groups? That no, some up? are the same. No, no, yeah, yeah. Well, but, I mean, obviously, yeah. So I think it's sports yeah. writers and all, but yeah, the the Pro Bowl is part fan, part coaches, part sports writers, I think. And then the other is I, I don't know, but and they just pick it's like you know all American. They just pick the twenty two positions. Yeah. Oh, and I got you. You made the you made the point. I mean, it's like I used to think all pro in the Pro Bowl, but you said, well, no, all pro is only. Like you may get voted in the Pro Bowl and not make All Pro because yeah. the fans love you, and right? Stuff yeah. like that. Or, yeah. And you got a lot of alternates. People right. drop out. I got out. you. I got you. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Final phone calls of this hour. We'll say hello to our golden ticket seats. Lines are available. Stretch Armstrong is ready. So whatever you want to talk about, you're in charge of the next segment of the program. At eight six six, we be big. Golden ticket seats. Somebody about to get a fifty dollar American Express gift card from Doctor Dudney on a Dudney Monday. We'll say hello to them, and we'll get to your phone calls if you dial us up now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so there's a lot out there, Rick and Bubba Army, Rick and Bubba family. A lot to discuss. All ten lines are open. Here we go. Uh, there's old Stretch Armstrong ready to take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. A long-distance directory assistance. I said, Eric, I'm a two-on-two. So if you want to join us, dial now, you'll get there, and then we'll phone troll, which means 30 seconds, buzzer will sound. We'll work through these calls quickly. So even if you call and you get part of the 10-line the sample, know that we'll start clearing those lines pretty quick uh, via the phone troll format. Comments, questions, uh, not shameless plugs, not meaningless shout-outs. Those things must be avoided. They'll cause an instant buzzer. Timeouts exist, Hamzy and Bubba. So Dallas now will say hello to their golden ticket seat. I got a ticket. Hello, Stan. Hello, Josh Gibbons. Stan and Josh Gibbons are here with us today. Christina and Joshua Lawler here today. Chris and Nikki Case all here in the golden ticket seats today. They will take home a Rick and Bubba double CD today from double CDs past. All of our CDs are available at rickandbubba.com if you want a hard copy. Not all titles are still in hard copy, but all titles can be found on iTunes and other digital download sources. Um, also, they'll take on BuzzBox Coffee today. Uh, if you'd like to get your BuzzBox Coffee, we'll send you your first pound for a dollar shipping. You can go to sponsors there at rickandbubba.com and find the link. And Bubba, I need a number today. Someone else is about to get an American Express gift card worth $50 from Thomas E. Dudney, our favorite dentist. 
One through six. One through six. What about lucky number four? Number four, Joshua Lawler. You've done it. Joshua, $50 American Express gift card from Dr. Dudney. Lunch is on you, my friend. If you wouldn't mind taking out the rest of the golden ticket seats since there's only six of you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and me. Yeah, and, and Speedy, of course. We start uh, with Roger out of Thomasville. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Roger, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about you? Yes, sir. This, this may be for uh, Bubba. I have uh, TiVo or whatever you want to call it on, on my satellite TV, and I can actually back up and watch something in case I miss it. Right. Um, I'm wondering why I can't do that on radio. Is there something about the different wavelengths or signals or whatever? Because some of the comments y'all make, sometimes <laughs> I miss it, and I'd love to just back up and hear it. So why can't I back up radio? Well, they just, you know, it never has been an option, I guess, that people demanded that you could do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> you can on uh, There's like some that tune do in that. and yeah. those type yeah. things. Right. You can do that. Oh, yeah. These apps. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it's a streaming or, yeah, app yeah. like that. But just normal broadcast radio has podcast. Never, you can. I, I want to say, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I want to say I saw a radio, it was a car radio one time that had that feature to uh-huh. it. Right, but it just hasn't that been satellite a, radio, a yeah, big satellite. demand that uh, they did. That. Some weird things happen with satellite radio I, that I, I can't I, explain. I've never done that. Some yeah. weird weird things happen with satellite radio that are hard to explain. Yeah, I don't have time like, for it today. Mm-hmm. Well, like sometimes, if I like hit a, a certain one and there's a song on, and then I'll go back to it, and it'll be another song, and that song wasn't finished, or or I'll really? I'll go over here and go back, and the song will start over again. It's, it's, it's weird. All right, but back to well, this, there's, sir. There's a certain buffering I don't that know it has nothing. to do because when it loses signals, it wants to right. you know, not cut out. So you may be playing with that buffering, and I, I don't know how much they buffer. It but not. to answer your question, sir, if you go to our podcast archives, you can fast-forward, rewind, yeah. and even make our voices sound fast or slow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen uh, to it at, at twice speed or half speed yeah. or whatever. Uh, and then the, the, podca- I mean, the podcast does the tune-in app. Podcast. Also allows that feature, and the TuneIn app streams us live, uh, and then puts old bits out there. So, those two streaming options will give you what you're looking for with the audio. We continue. Uh, will and Gulf Shores listening to Sunny 105. Uh, will, go ahead. Hey, monkey grass and green acres. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I was going to comment. Uh, you're talking about Joe Perry and Errol Smith and all that. Mm-hmm. And you made a comment about the Stones. Well, me and my son-in-law went and saw the Stones when they were in New Orleans in July. And, man, they look better than they did since Ed, Ed Sullivan. So, you know, they're not getting older. They're getting younger. I guess that uh, that touring and all that money, you know, is... is or they clearly made a deal with the devil. No <laughs> yeah. I think there's a few out there that made that deal. The Stones, in my opinion, and it's it's a weird back to you, all of these theories, the Stones, in my opinion, sound better live right now than they did, say, 20 years ago. I agree. You uh, are absolutely right. Yeah. Now, I know they've added some musicians yeah, and all that, but, but still. But, yeah, I agree. But you just said that Joe Perry sounded like somebody threw me the guitar and say, play Walk This Way. And, again, I don't. Did it you, may have been technical problems. They couldn't hear what they were doing or what, but it was not good. Did you see how much in that picture he looked like Keith Richards? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, just looked, the, it was rough. <laughs> Paul and Hoover, ZZK. Paul, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about you? Hey, guys. Back to the Kobe Bryant helicopter incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, couple of things you know that happened on sunday morning right mm-hmm. could have been substitute pilot who was not used to flying him so he might have been 
celebrity in all of a celebrity pressure to keep flying you know you never know it, it's possible uh i don't know you know we're gonna we're gonna get the answers eventually but because of the terrain and all that it may take some time but you, know. you, you just want to get to the truth and I, I was showing rick like the the headline on the mail uh, dailymail.com was you're flying too low well if you see the whole transcript and listen to it he's telling him he's flying too low for a radar follow so he can track him now, that may mean you're flying too low to the ground, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. You could yeah. be blocked by a mm-hmm. mountain or right. something. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jeb in Tuscaloosa. So you got to be careful. The facts and what's reported right now. Everybody's trying to get yeah. out in front We of want it quicker than it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Jeb, go ahead. Hey, brother. I was uh, caught up on the uh, Rick and Bubba University this weekend with Gary the Dozer Man. I had a heart attack. Um, I've got, I've got to hear Gary's input on this pickle bashing situation. Hey, hey well, look. Hey, Jeb. A lot of people don't know. I mean, you can, you know, because Gwen, she pickles, you know, fig, fig preserves uh, and things of these natures, and, and you can use them as weapons. I mean, heck, Gwen, when she when she's finished and it's full of figs, I mean, it, it's like hitting somebody in the face with a two-by-four. You can't have nothing. I mean, you can't even have can't a fig. Have you can't even have your jewelry store. You can't, I mean, you can't even do jewelry. <laughs> Carrie. You know what happened? That jury guy thought he could have something, Greg. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. You just tell Greg. I mean, I'm just telling you. People read you too nice. Uh, let's go to Carrie. Go ahead. 30 seconds. Carrie? Hello. Hey. Oh, am I on? Yes, yes you are. are. Yes, you are. Okay. Okay. I have a comment or a question. Okay. I've been hearing y'all advertise um, my pillows for years now, mm-hmm. and I actually went into a store the other day and felt one for the first time. Mm-hmm. And before I bought it, I just, like, when I felt it, it feels like a bunch of those surface peanuts stuck in yeah. a piece of material. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you can't explain are they, it. Are I, they really that? Are they really yeah. yes. all there? Yes, I can't describe it. I'm going to tell you when I had the same reaction that you had because they sent us samples to see if we wanted to endorse them or not. And I had the same reaction. When I unpacked it, I thought, they were not, this is not. I thought pill is a pill. I was like, come, <laughs> yeah. on, come on, man. What, what is this? And then my head went into the pillow, and suddenly my head was, like, adjusted in this perfect position. And right before I could be critical of it, my alarm clock went off. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and I was sound asleep, and I was like, I don't even know how that happened. How did that happen? How did that happen? It is strange. No, yeah. when you first get one, you don't don't get in your mind that you're going to take it out of the package and go, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh-huh. you really take it out of the package and go, what? Yes. Yeah. What? 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 And we've run and, and, into a few people that didn't really care for it. But I would say the over – over majority, oh, by far, has been very positive about, it. and they have different ones. You know, mm-hmm. you can different firmness. Yeah, yeah and, and I would, yeah, the people that it doesn't work for, they've admitted that they're they have in, they're in yeah. such a tiny little percentage that they almost feel like they're outcast in society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're afraid to say it. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the way I felt the first time I thought I said, "Hey, Chick Fil A, I mean, the food's okay." <laughs> you know, and 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 people, you know. <laughs> You know, and uh, and I thought, well, look, guys, I think I'm still redeemed. Yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A has nothing to do with my salvation. <laughs> Jesus, but uh, but anyway, but you know, it's a uh, but but it's like you, I can't. If you said, well, Rick, what makes the my pillow so wonderful? I I can't put it into words. I don't know. I just know it does. I hate to quote Whitney, Whitney, the late Whitney Houston. I don't know why I like it. I just do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great quote. <laughs> you know, if you said, well, why? I don't know. I just I don't, I don't it, know. It gets my head in the right sleeping position, I'm gone. <laughs> I just do. I'm gone. And look, if you really want to make it work, get you one to sleep on and one to snuggle.
Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, Snuggletown USA opened oh, back Oh, A up. and B. Uh-huh. Now I got my shoulder like a like it too. I'm a, I'm a side sleeper. I got to have it. Oh, I'm stomach side only. Yeah, me too. I wish I could be a back sleeper. I just I can't. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.